Blog Talk Radio. Turn me up on the top a little bit, dawg. I want you to know. I want you to hear this one. Loud and clear. Bright and early. Listen. I don't hate players. I don't love the game. I'm the shot clock. Way above the game. To be point blank with you motherfucked the game. I got all this work on me. I ain't come for play. You can show the little shorties how you bump and fake. But dog, not to death. I'm not impressed. I'm not amused. I'm not confused. I'm not the dude. I'm grown man minutes. I am not in school. Put your hand down, youngin'. This is not for you. On my J.O. with beats by Kanye-O. My name on the market, your name off the payroll. South fresh like I'm still a day old. And it's been like that since the day old. I'm on time with a rollie and Seiko. Step on deck, your neck, do what I say so. Get up or get out, get down or lay low. Standing in the shadow of a fabulous man. Brooklyn nigga, Black I am that nigga, that dude. Black people, let's move. Shout out to my man Talib Kweli. Yes, we got chopper, chopper, shotta, shotta. Check it out, slim nigga, to cast a big shadow. Cherokee red to shoot the long arrow. Got more skill, more aim, and more ammo. You can get it all from a big or small barrel like Hail Mary, full of grace. Niggas come in and shoot up the place and make it pull up your face. Deck, I'ma pull out the ace from the jungles of the Empire State where ain't no escape. 247718, and that's like every night, every day. From the place that I settle and stay to the states, I'm collecting my pay. Blast off, and I'm back to the K. Hold it down, so my family straight. Represent in a family way. Pro ball, not for amateur play. Band roll since the amateur stage before the press and the cameras raised. Like a long time handling way, you understand? Straight. Yes, yes. Yeah. Excellent. It's what it is, what it is, and that's what it is. See, see? Ha. Fire! Cause it is deeper, sweeter, richer, crisper, stronger reception, a sharper picture. Revolve around God and involve with niggas. These elements help evolve my scripture and make most deaf a classic modern figure. Brooklyn, it don't matter if you holler or whisper. You're coming through clan, cause I'm right here with ya. Ain't gotta edit the slang, I got it, I get ya. Yo, brothers and sisters, fathers and mothers and lovers and leavers, the doubters, believers, the sayers, the quitters, the bitches, the niggas, rebel gorillas, the ghetto civilians. Y'all can feel it from the first to the many if it's extra. Ordinary and plain, I walk a thousand paces of light ahead of the game. By the time that you get where I'm standing, I'll be gone. Y'all make moves, but y'all just move wrong. I move in and y'all must move on, cause I'm all too strong. And I know what my feet move for. Make it go without a brand new car. I was fresh without a brand new song. I give a fuck about what brand you are. I'm concerned what type of man you are. What your principles and standards are. You understand me, y'all? Be good to your family, y'all. No matter where your families are, cause everybody needs family, y'all. Raise a hand, you understand me, y'all. Everybody needs family, y'all. Be good to your families, dawg. Understand. No matter where your families are, everybody needs family, dawg. Raise your hand, you understand me, Paul. That's what it is. My oh, man. Family of my family, Pistol P. Struggle. 
black people. Family, y'all. Let it be bright. Let it be bright.
stepping on ass, Jake. Takes a man to kill. Are you man enough to kill, Jake? Get me right there. Hit me. You can't do it. Somebody drop this fool for me. You got us twisted, homie. We gotta put your own work in around here. Uh, it's like that, Bone? It's like that. Play to player, pimp to pimp. I'm bleed, you shoot me, nigga. Don't do it. Don't do it. Now I'm bleed, he got in the chain. I'm gonna get that gun, and then I'm gonna get that money. And you ain't gonna do a damn thing, because you ain't gonna shoot no cop in the back, are you? Don't do it. You know what they give you for that? The gas chamber. You know what the gas chamber smells like? Pine oil. That's where you headed, boy. To pine oil heaven. I'm gonna get that gun, and then I'm gonna get that money. I don't believe you got it in you, Jake. I'm gonna go get it right now. Oh! Shit! Ah, you motherfucker! The next one will kill you. Oh, son of a bitch! You shot me in the ass! Okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. All right, listen. Wait, Jake, I need the money. Give me the money, Jake. Give me the money, please, Jake. Give me that money! It's not gonna happen. Who are you? You gonna jack me now? You gonna take my own money from me, huh? I told you, that's my evidence. You wanna go to jail, you wanna go home. I wanna go home, Jake. Come on. Give me the money and let me go home. Yeah? Yeah. You wanna go home? Yeah, let me go home, Jake. Come on, give me the money and let me go home. Give me the money and let me go. Let me go, Jake. That's right. Come on, Jake. You don't deserve this. Jake, go ahead and bounce on me. Get up out of here. We got your back. What? Like that. Oh, no, you didn't. Wait a minute. No, you didn't. Hey, hey, Jay! Hey! Jay! 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 Come back here! Jay! You disloyal, fool-ass, bitch-made punk. Jay! I need my money! Jay! Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm putting cases on all you bitches. Huh? You think you can do this shit? Jay! You think you can do this to me? You motherfuckers will be playing basketball in Pelican Bay when I get finished with you. Shoe program, nigga. 23-hour lockdown. I'm the man up in this piece. You'll never see the light of day. Who the fuck you think you fucking with? I'm the police. I run shit here. You just live here. Yeah, that's right. You better walk away. 
Go and walk away, because I'm going to burn this motherfucker down. King Kong ain't got shit on me. I'm winning. I'm winning any motherfucking way. I can't lose. Shit, you can shoot me, but you can't kill me. Ah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, what a day. <laughs> what a motherfucking day. Some of you rap. 
rhyme, but they might not like one of them lines. I tell you what, I'll let you criticize me one at a time. Those of you who think I'm too cocky, get in front of the line. Whether you don't like my ego or my arrogant flow. Don't like the when you say I'm tight, I say I already know. Don't like how I was talking shit before my arm could blow. Think I need to calm it down, be more like the average Joe. So, fuck you, your thoughts and that little house you think I'm in. Get a Benz, I value your opinion in. Think I give a fuck how many times I recommend. Fuck what you recommend. I'm back again. I can't quit. Even no police hate them to cheat. Rappers hate it cause they know I'm the shit. Hell no, I can't quit. Them niggas hating on the money I'm getting. Most of them hating cause I'm fucking they bitch. Now I'm pimping, I can't quit. Them niggas hating on the rocks and the rain. Some of them hate cause they don't think I'm the kind. Hell no, I can't quit. People hate it when you're better than them. They ain't, ain't start worrying. Treaty of Tripoli, Treaty of Peace and Friendship between the United States of America and the Bay and Subjects of Tripoli of Barbary, was the first treaty concluded between the United States and Tripolitania, signed at Tripoli on November 4, 1796, and at Algiers, for a third-party witness, on January 3, 1797. It was submitted to the Senate by President John Adams, receiving ratification unanimously from the U.S. Senate on June 7, 1797, and signed by Adams, taking effect as the law of the land on June 10, 1797. The treaty was a routine diplomatic agreement and was later replaced. It has attracted attention in recent decades only because of a clause stating that the government of the United States of America is not, in any sense, founded on the Christian religion. For three centuries up to the time of the treaty, the Mediterranean sea lanes had been preyed on by the North African Muslim states of the Barbary Coast, Tripoli, Algiers, Morocco, and Tunis, through privateering, government-sanctioned piracy. Hostages captured by the Barbary pirates were either ransomed or forced into slavery, contributing to the greater Ottoman slave trade, of which the Barbary states were a segment. Life for the captives often was harsh, especially for Christian captives, and many died from their treatment. Some captives went Turk, that is, converted to Islam, a choice that made life in captivity easier for them. Before the American Revolution, the British colonies in North America were protected from the Barbary pirates by British warships and treaties. During the Revolution, the Kingdom of France formed an alliance with the colonies and assumed the responsibility of providing protection of U.S. ships against the Barbary pirates. After the U.S. won its independence with the signing of the Treaty of Paris, 1783, it had to face the threat of the Barbary pirates on its own. Two American ships were captured by Algerian pirates in July 1785 and the survivors forced into slavery, their ransom set at $60,000.
a rumor that Benjamin Franklin, who was en route from France to Philadelphia about that time, had been captured by Barbary pirates, caused considerable upset in the U.S. Without a standing navy, much less a navy capable of projecting force across an ocean, the U.S. was forced to pay tribute monies and goods to the Barbary nations for the security of its ships and the freedom of its captured citizens. As General William Eaton informed newly appointed Secretary of State John Marshall in 1800, it is a maxim of the Barbary states, that the Christians who would be on good terms with them must fight well or pay well. Soon after the formation of the United States, privateering in the Mediterranean Sea and Atlantic Ocean from the nations of the Barbary Coast prompted the U.S. to initiate a series of so-called peace treaties, collectively known as the Barbary Treaties. Individual treaties were negotiated with Morocco, 1786, Algiers, 1795, Tripoli, 1797, and Tunis, 1797, all of them more than once. The United States Consul General to the Barbary States of Algiers, Tripoli, and Tunis was Joel Barlow, who dealt with the text of various treaties, including the Treaty of Tripoli, and supported U.S. diplomatic efforts in the Barbary Coast. Commissioner Plenipotentiary of the United States, David Humphreys, was given the right to establish a treaty with Tripoli and assigned Joel Barlow and Joseph Donaldson to broker it. It was Joel Barlow who certified the signatures on the Arabic original and the English copy provided to him. Later, Captain Richard O'Brien established the original transport of the negotiated goods along with the treaty, but it was the American consul James Leander Cathcart who delivered the final requirements of payment for the treaty. President George Washington appointed his old colleague David Humphreys as Commissioner Plenipotentiary on March 30, 1795, in order to negotiate a treaty with the Barbary powers. On February 10, 1796, Humphreys appointed Joel Barlow and Joseph Donaldson as junior agents to forge a treaty of peace and friendship. Under Humphreys' authority, the treaty was signed at Tripoli on November 4, 1796, and certified at Algiers on January 3, 1797. Humphreys reviewed the treaty and approved it in Lisbon on February 10, 1797. The official treaty was in Arabic text, and a translated version by Consul General Barlow was ratified by the United States on June 10, 1797. Article 11 of the treaty was said to have not been part of the original Arabic version of the treaty, in its place is a letter from the day of Algiers to the Pasha of Tripoli. However, it is the English text which was ratified by Congress. Miller says, the Barlow translation is that which was submitted to the Senate, American State Papers, Foreign Relations, 2, 18-19, and which is printed in the statutes at large and in treaty collections generally, it is that English text which in the United States has always been deemed the text of the treaty. The treaty had spent seven months traveling from Tripoli to Algiers to Portugal and, finally, to the United States, and had been signed by officials at each stop along the way. There is no record of discussion or debate of the Treaty of Tripoli at the time that it was ratified. However, there is a statement made by President Adams on the document that reads. President Adams signing statement. Now be it known, that I John Adams, President of the United States of America, having seen and considered the said treaty do, 
by and with the advice and consent of the Senate, accept, ratify, and confirm the same, and every clause and article thereof. And to the end that the said treaty may be observed, and performed with good faith on the part of the United States, I have ordered the premises to be made public, and I do hereby enjoin and require all persons bearing office civil or military within the United States, and all other citizens or inhabitants thereof, faithfully to observe and fulfill the said treaty and every clause and article thereof. Official records show that after President John Adams sent the treaty to the Senate for ratification in May 1797, the entire treaty was read aloud on the Senate floor, and copies were printed for every senator. A committee considered the treaty and recommended ratification. Twenty-three of the 32 sitting senators were present for the June 7th vote which unanimously approved the ratification recommendation. However, before anyone in the United States saw the treaty, its required payments, in the form of goods and money, had been made in part. As Barlow declared, the present writing done by our hand and delivered to the American Captain O'Brien makes known that he has delivered to us 40,000 Spanish dollars 13 watches of gold, silver and pinsbok 5 rings, of which 3 of diamonds, 1 of sapphire and 1 with a watch in it, 140 peaks of cloth, and 4 captains of brocade and these on account of the peace concluded with the Americans. However, this was an incomplete amount of goods stipulated under the treaty, according to the Pasha of Tripoli, and an additional $18,000 had to be paid by the American Consul James Leander Cathcart at his arrival on April 10, 1799. It was not until these final goods were delivered that the Pasha of Tripoli recognized the treaty as official. In Treaties and Other International Acts of the United States of America by David Hunter Miller, which is regarded as an authoritative collection of international agreements of the United States between 1776 and 1937, Hunter Miller describes, while the original ratification remained in the hands of Cathcart, it is possible that a copy thereof was delivered upon the settlement of April 10, 1799, and further possible that there was something almost in the nature of an exchange of ratifications of the treaty on or about April 10, 1799, the day of the agreed settlement. It is then that the Pasha declares in a letter to John Adams on April 15, 1799, whereby we have consummated the peace which shall, on our side, be inviolate, provided you are willing to treat us as you do other regencies, without any difference being made between us, which is the whole of what we have, at present, to say to you, wishing you at the same time the most unlimited prosperity. Article 11 has been a point of contention in popular culture disputes on the doctrine of separation of church and state as it applies to the founding principles of the United States. Some religious spokesmen claim that despite unanimous ratification by the U.S. Senate in English the text which appears as Article 11 in the English translation does not appear in the Arabic text of the treaty. Some historians, secular and religious, have argued that the phrase specifically refers to the government and not the culture, that it only speaks of the founding and not what America became or might become, and that many founding fathers and newspapers described America as a Christian nation during the early republic. Article 11 reads. Art. 11. As the government of the United States of America is not, in any sense, founded on the Christian religion, 
as it has in itself no character of enmity against the laws, religion, or tranquility, of Musulman Muslims, and as the said states never entered into any war or act of hostility against any Mahometan Muslim nation, it is declared by the parties that no pretext arising from religious opinions shall ever produce an interruption of the harmony existing between the two countries. According to Frank Lambert, professor of history at Purdue University, the assurances in Article 11 were intended to allay the fears of the Muslim state by insisting that religion would not govern how the treaty was interpreted and enforced. John Adams and the Senate made clear that the pact was between two sovereign states, not between two religious powers. Lambert writes, By their actions, the Founding Fathers made clear that their primary concern was religious freedom, not the advancement of a state religion. Individuals, not the government, would define religious faith and practice in the United States. Thus the Founders ensured that in no official sense would America be a Christian republic. Ten years after the Constitutional Convention ended its work, the country assured the world that the United States was a secular state, and that its negotiations would adhere to the rule of law, not the dictates of the Christian faith. The assurances were contained in the Treaty of Tripoli of 1797 and were intended to allay the fears of the Muslim state by insisting that religion would not govern how the treaty was interpreted and enforced. John Adams and the Senate made clear that the pact was between two sovereign states, not between two religious powers. The treaty was printed in the Philadelphia Gazette and two New York papers, with only scant public dissent, most notably from William Cobbett. Later dissent. A prominent member of Adams' cabinet, Secretary of War James McHenry, protested the language of Article 11, before its ratification. He wrote to Secretary of the Treasury Oliver Wolcott, Jr., September 26, 1800, the Senate, my good friend, and I said so at the time, ought never to have ratified the treaty alluded to, with the declaration that the government of the United States, is not, in any sense, founded on the Christian religion. What else is it founded on? This act always appeared to me like trampling upon the cross. I do not recollect that Barlow was even reprimanded for this outrage upon the government and religion. A second treaty, the Treaty of Peace and Amity signed on July 4, 1805, superseded the 1796 treaty. The 1805 treaty did not contain the phrase not, in any sense, founded on the Christian religion. Translation and Article 11 The translation of the Treaty of Tripoli by Barlow has been questioned, and it has been disputed whether Article 11 in the English version of the treaty ratified by the U.S. Senate corresponds to anything of the same purport in the Arabic version. In 1931 Hunter Miller completed a commission by the United States government to analyze United States treaties and to explain how they function and what they mean to the United States legal position in relationship with the rest of the world. According to Hunter Miller's notes, the Barlow translation is at best a poor attempt at a paraphrase or summary of the sense of the Arabic and Article 11, does not exist at all. After comparing the United States version by Barlow with the Arabic and the Italian version, Miller continues by claiming that The Arabic text which is between Articles 10 and 12 is in form a letter, crude and flamboyant and withal quite unimportant, from the day of Algiers to the Pasha of Tripoli. 
how that script came to be written and to be regarded, as in the Barlow translation, as Article 11 of the treaty as they're written, is a mystery and seemingly must remain so. Nothing in the diplomatic correspondence of the time throws any light whatever on the point. From this, Miller concludes, a further and perhaps equal mystery is the fact that since 1797 the Barlow translation has been trustfully and universally accepted as the just equivalent of the Arabic, yet evidence of the erroneous character of the Barlow translation has been in the archives of the Department of State since perhaps 1800 or thereabouts. It is important to note, though, that as Miller said, it is to be remembered that the Barlow translation is that which was submitted to the Senate, American State Papers, Foreign Relations, 2, 18-19, and which is printed in the statutes at large and in treaty collections generally, it is that English text which in the United States has always been deemed the text of the treaty. However the Arabic and English texts differ, the Barlow translation, Article 11 included, was the text presented by the President and ratified unanimously in 1797 by the U.S. Senate following strict constitutional procedures. Barbary Wars. The treaty was broken in 1801 by the Pasha of Tripoli over President Thomas Jefferson's refusal to submit to the Pasha's demands for increased payments. Through subsequent battles, Tripoli eventually agreed to terms of peace with the United States. Tobias Lear negotiated a second treaty of peace and amity with the Pasha Yusuf on June 4, 1805. To the dismay of many Americans, the new settlement included a ransom of $60,000 paid for the release of prisoners from the USS Philadelphia and several U.S. merchant ships. By 1807, Algiers had gone back to taking U.S. ships and seamen hostage. Distracted by the preludes to the War of 1812, the United States was unable to respond to the provocations until 1815, with the Second Barbary War, thereby concluding the encompassing the First Barbary War and the Second Barbary War, 1800-1815. You're listening to the New Evolution Radio Network, where the evolution is the revolution.
interview, I was quite surprised to see you use the word Aborigines talking about African Americans. You know, I, I've dealt with that issue. Um, uh, I've already you know, talked publicly about that. And my purpose here today is to say that I'm very sorry and I apologize to anyone whose feelings were hurt by my comment. I've made very, very clear I don't know where that comment comes from. Um, well, from your subconscious. Well, I, I guess. I mean, it's not even a normal thing anyone would say, even if you meant something in a negative fashion, I don't know if you would pull that out. But for me personally, you can't just uh, close down camp and stop trying to do the things that you think are right. Uh, just because somebody, you may, you may give them an unfortunate bit of ammunition, you still got to continue to fight on and, and do what's best for the state in the long run. And but frankly, it's going to give me the opportunity to you know, talk about things that I may never have been able to talk about before. You mean the bill? Well, the bill, or talk about, uh, you know, uh, race relations issues, things like that. I mean, I have a freedom that a lot of people don't have because of that. Because you used the word aboriginal. Because I've been through the fire, and I can, I can talk to people. I can relate to people. I can let them know what kind of person I am, and we can talk about things that sometimes have been you know, a little bit taboo. So because it allowed you to reach audiences you might not otherwise have reached, do you not regret saying it? I think it gives me some opportunities. I went and spoke to a group in uh, the city of Birmingham. It was a uh, city councilwoman's uh, community meeting, probably 95% African American. And because of, you know, things that I regret, uh, offhand remark I should not have made. Using the word aboriginal. Right, offhand remark I should not have made. Which you don't want to say. Yeah, I know better. <laughs> the, um, uh, but what it allowed me to do they actually listen to what I said, probably more than they would have anybody else, because they want to see, you know, this is that guy, this is that person. And we discussed immigration, we discussed uh, policy that deals with uh, the county locally, and there was the ability to actually get across some things that may have surprised them, that they, you know, realized, okay, I, this guy's making some good sense on some issues. I don't know if I would ever have had that door even opened if some of those things had not happened. So it really has worked as a positive in a surprising way to me to allow me to, to interact with people. Your other incendiary quote was empty the clip, the gun clip. 
juxtaposed with immigration, so people right. think that's what you meant. So how do you explain that? Well, it definitely had nothing to do with, with violence against anyone. It was totally taken out of context. The purpose of it was I was telling an audience that we needed to exhaust all efforts to try to deal with a number of issues. But by the time it got through two or three newspaper filters, it was all over the country that I had advocated violence against immigrants. Nothing is farther from the truth. Stuck on them, we just got stuck on stupid, 
and we started saying Asiatic. We're not talking about a continent. We're talking about when the land mass of what is called planet Earth was different. Huh? That's right. Even Saudi Arabia. We can let's cover another point here before we finish Asiatic. Saudi Arabia, Israel, Mecca, Medina, all of that is in what is called Africa today. Egypt. Look at Egypt on the map, and the white man want to tell you it's not in Africa. It's in the Middle East. There is no Middle East. No Middle East. Absolutely not. The Middle East is nothing but a man-made ditch separated from the mainland of Africa by what is called the Suez Canal. All of it is northeast, what is called Africa today. All of it. Look at it for what it's worth, brothers and sisters. But at one time, the whole planet, look at South America and what is called Africa today. Cut them out and you can fit them together like a puzzle piece. The planet Earth was different as it is called today. It had a different landmass. We're called Asiatics, again, not because of a continent, because at one time the whole planet was called Asia. You just want to claim a spot for the whole thing. Africa is not our home. Let me let that hang in the atmosphere for a while. I said at this gathering of the masters, Africa is not your home. It's not our home. Africa, as it is called today, is our throne. And from that throne, we ruled our home, which is 196,940,000 square miles of the planet Earth, and 76 quintillion miles throughout the distance of the diameter and the sphere, the sphere of light of the diameter of the universe. You love a man who randomly killed six people on a commuter train? I love Colin Ferguson just as much as the masses of white Americans love General Schwarzkopf, General Westmoreland, General Patton, General MacArthur, and Eisenhower. America awards her killers, and they get ribbons and stripes and bars. I'm sensitive to the pain and suffering of the loss of life on that train. But I'm one of the rebellious slaves. Right. And so when black people stand up out of pain and suffering and frustration, I understand after 500 years. You talk about uh, when white folks can't defeat you, you said in your speech at Cain, They'll always find some Negro, some boot-licking, butt-licking, buck-dancing, bamboozle, half-baked, half-fried, sissified, punkified, pasteurized, homogenized nigger that they can trot out in front of you. I would ask you, Mr. Muhammad, is Jesse Jackson a boot-licking, homogenized nigger? To the best of his ability, I believe he tries every day to do that. Here you are, uh, here you are mocking uh, Jesse Jackson at a speech, uh, I believe this is Howard University. Roll the tape. Oh, boot-licking, buck-dancing, scratching, shuffling, messy Jesse Jackson. You keep, you keep. I am 
a somebody. I am a somebody for keep hope alive. I am a somebody. I don't rightly know who the hell I am, but I am. Somebody. Yeah. Um, are you an entertainer or are you a committed person to uh, black people? I'm so glad you asked that question. I believe that the liberation and salvation of the black nation must be brought about by black people gaining a thorough knowledge of self after our 500 to 6,000 year holocaust where we have lost over 600 million. And so I believe that that education process must be a process of two steps, inspiration and information. So I seriously give information, but black people are a people of rhythm and spirit, so I also give inspiration. <laughs> From your speech at Kane College in 1960, uh, Chief uh, Lethuli, the head of the ANC, received a Nobel Peace Prize, you reported to your audience, reminded them, for nonviolent struggle. Yes. Just like Mandela just received it with F.W. de Klerk. How could you stand with your oppressor and your enemy and receive the Nobel Prize for nonviolent struggle? You have, uh, you do not uh, support then uh, Nelson Mandela's uh, strategy in the struggle? to free black people in South Africa? Let us first of all for, uh, be very clear here, Phil. Nelson Mandela is my brother. So he is, Jesse is a member Jackson. of the family, and so is Jesse, and Jesse is a very brilliant man. We just want him to return home and stop being used by the enemy and the oppressor against his people. Now back to Brother Nelson Mandela. And certainly we can never mention Nelson without mentioning Winnie Mandela. But Nelson Mandela's attempt at a multiracial government in South Africa after the murder of men, women, children, and babies, and the rape of South Africa, a criminal settler colony that has been established like Israel there in that part of the world. I cannot go along with one man, one vote. Let me say why. If someone broke into your home, Mr. Donahue, and actually bum-rushed your home, and black boots stomped your door down and came in and robbed and raped everyone in the household and was able to take the wealth of your home and parlay it into an empire. This is an invader. This is an intruder. This is a murderer. This is a burglar. This is a criminal. So I ha you have no responsibility to share your home with them after they broke in and committed the crimes that they did. You want to... Everywhere the white man go, he bring misery all throughout history. Look it up. Everything the ball has touched, they fuck it up. Every government he set up, it be corrupt. Everywhere the white man go, he bring misery. All throughout history, look it up. Everything the ball has touched, they fuck it up. Every government he set up, it be corrupt. You're listening to Evolution Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L. Where remedy meets preparation. I've always been interested in the occult. Occult is simply a word meaning hidden, and so much of our powers in this world and the way things work are, are hidden. 
And uh, the more one looks at this subject of how the world actually works, you begin to see that there's a magical system. And I'm telling you, there really is a magical system dominating the world of the Western civilization. To go to the basis, the fundamental foundation on which things sit in order to understand. Begin to see how magical use of words and terms and symbols are used. You need to start looking at the world of the occult in politics and religion. And the powers that be in this world have set up a world of symbols and emblems and terms and catchphrases. And it, once you understand how this system works, it's fascinating because for the first time the world opens up to you a whole new perspective on how government works, on how banks work, on how institutions and education it is very well planned, organized, and directed. There is a hidden agenda, so to speak. And it's been my uh, desire to uncover this. And once you begin to see the symbols and realize that the symbols for the national coats of arms for countries, the flags, the seals, the presidential seals, the emblems for the logos and emblems on corporate, uh, corporations, especially the, uh, the the corporate emblems for motion pictures and television companies like Columbia Broadcasting System, CBS has the I. The Colombian uh, system goes back to the Colombian faction of the Illuminati back in the early 1700s, not the late 1700s. And I set up a system of merchant banking and had their Phoenician Canaanite symbols and words connected to their societies, their banking societies. We're talking about in the Middle, in the Middle East, and then through the Greece, and ultimately through Rome, and then into Britannia, and ultimately into this country comes an ancient Druidic Phoenician Canaanite magical system of finance, government, education, and all of it is right in front of you. But if you don't understand what the words are and what the words mean, you're never going to figure out how uh, this stuff works. And incidentally, where, where do you find a bank? We go to banks all the time. Where do you find a bank? Banks are on both sides of a river. They're called river banks. What does a river bank do? It directs the flow of the current sea. Your money is referred to as the current sea. This is why when you go to court, you have the current electricity because it's the juice. And if you don't have the juice, you don't have it. So if you don't have the juice, you can't capitalize. And the capital is a Latin word meaning money. Consequently, Caesar ruled from what was referred to in history books, Caesar ruled from up on the hill. It was called Capitol Hill, Capitoline Hill with the Senate. You need to understand that Washington, D.C. as a Jesuit Catholic establishment under international maritime admiralty law. And once you begin to see how the system of the ancient uh, Catholic system, the Jesuits, the ancient Roman Empire, the Phoenician Canaanite banking system is all part of a world dominating system. Again, I'm saying you better do your homework. 
You need to understand that according to the old Phoenician Canaanite system, which we call today our judicial, educational and judicial system, there is no law in this country or in the Western world, no law, federal, state, county, city, commercial, it makes no difference. There is no law on the books anywhere in this country that applies to you as an individual creature. There is no law. They have no control over you, your flesh and blood self. But somebody has to control this show, and so consequently, the ancient Phoenician Canaanites developed a, new, a system by which they would assign to every person a second you. And this is the way it works in America. There is two of you. Consequently, the system has made each one of you a corporation. And how, how now do you distinguish which one, uh, when someone's addressing you, that they're addressing you as the one that your mother gave birth to, or the corporate you? For every piece of important bills, insurance, driver's license, identification, uh, taxes, I don't care what it is. If it's a piece of business, period, in any kind of way, shape, or form, your name must, by law, international maritime admiralty banking law, your name must appear in all capital letters. When you sign your name, upper and lower case, that is applying to your body. Your, your flesh and blood self is spelled, according to British and American law, upper and lower case, capital letter, lower case. That's you, your personal self. There is no law that can be applied to an upper and lower case name, period. Pass and read on a check what, what is said where you sign your name. That's why the attorneys tell you, you better check the small print. The Bible of Business on the Earth. Uniform Commercial Code. Uniform Commercial Code is based directly on Vatican Canon Law, on the Roman Canon Law. Consequently, when a ship pulls into port, it pulls in and stops in its call in its berth. The ship is now in its berth. Because it is on the law of the high seas, or commercial maritime, UCC commercial law, rules the seas. So when the ship pulls into its berth, the first thing the captain must do is to present a certificate of manifest to the port authorities, which means that the port authorities need to know how much is on this ship that you're bringing into our country and our economy. How many TVs, how many cars, uh, whatever you're bringing, how much are you bringing into our economy. So you have to have a certificate of manifest of what is the value of your ship here. What are you doing? Consequently, when you are born, you come out of your mother's water. Therefore, you must have a birth certificate, a certificate of manifest, because you are a corporation-owned item. You are a human resource. This goes back to the German Nazi concept that every human coming out of their mother's water must be birthed. And therefore, you have to have a certificate, a manifest, to see how much this individual is going to make for us in our new world order. 
I'm telling you that until you understand the laws, the symbols, the emblems, what these words mean, you're never going to suspect how far gone we really are. Did you know, for instance, that your birth certificate is a security on the stock exchange in the New York stock market? Did you know that? Because if you order your birth certificate, get a new one, order your birth certificate, it only costs you, sometimes it's free, it only, only costs you a few dollars, order your birth certificate. On your birth certificate, all birth certificates in this country, on the bottom, it will tell you, this is printed on security papers. Do not accept, if not on full color security paper. Then on the right hand corner, you will always have a series of numbers, red numbers printed on the on the birth certificate those numbers are a security stock exchange number on the world stock exchange you go to any good stock office and ask them check these numbers in your computer and see how much this stock is worth the certificate and they will check it on the New York Stock Exchange and find you your birth certificate is a stock on the stock exchange in America why because you are worth money to the international bank that bought you in 1930. We need to wake up. Greatest single enemy to this totalitarian system is a free people. A free people who can do their own thinking, investigate everything, and have the ability to, to confront the powers that be. And of course we were called, America was called the land of the free and the home of the brave. We are not free and we are not brave. Stay sharp out here. You gotta stay in the loop. Can't do what you did yesterday. You can't make it. It's not a weapon they can form against me that will prosper. I've been whipping far Bentleys with an ill posture. Selassie, I know some deadly rosters. I've been dancing with the wolves, it's like Kevin Costner. Picking up the cases like Betty Crocker. Back I can give it to you hard if you already rock. How you want but that? keep it low, cause you know you don't want the feds to pop up. From the real with all this money, only the feds can stop us. On birthdays was the worst days Now I might pop 80 grand on a Thursday Count that up 2.2 pants is what the birds weigh If I'm a pastor, please tell me what the church say Amen. Heard you Be cool when I swerve through Call the goons up, the niggas gon' purge through I done live through things that might disturb you uh, Promise this ain't the life you're looking for you know, Search my car, but I don't know what they looking for Secret indictments and I don't know what they took them for I see mommy in the kitchen, she was cooking raw Uh-oh The trap house is the trap door Packed house, now we coming through the back door It was black tops rocking a black door Now we hopping out of traps with the mad dogs Nah, that title does not fit you The culture is not with you Your verses are not scriptures I was the first and 15th block clicker In the spot with the blicker The plot got thicker I only indulged in weed and not liquor Trying to have the best work and finish my rocks quicker Prices got cheaper, the hell's all mine Now the work that I'm touching can get me some real time I kicked it with the Lord, he sent me some real signs I started to record, I wrote me some L rhymes The love and hate thing, I'm Dealing with real lines Now it's two guns up So I got to conceal nine They wait for you to die Then they label you a legend I'm debating on the new M8 Or the X7 Fire 
figure either one would be a good look. Yeah, count my blessings, get my lessons out the good book. What? This ain't the life you looking for Search my car, but I don't know what they looking for Secret indictments, and I don't know what they took them for I see mommy in the kitchen, she was cooking raw Uh-oh, the trap house at the trap door Packed house, now we coming through the back door It was black tops, rocking a black door Now we hopping out of traps with the mad dogs 50 pointers in the chains just to hide the pain Tryna count up all this money, probably wreck my brain probably will. Free that nigga Neffin, free that nigga man Use all my niggas to the system, probably go insane Real street nigga worked a few M's Rappin' real street shit, dropped a few gems I know them niggas mad, I'm in the new Benz Fuckin' spend another dime on some new rims Niggas from my hood, die from niggas from my hood But everything I learned came up off the hood I took my niggas with me straight up out the hood But they'll call you fake, you make it out the hood Bitches turn sour, niggas turn snake They shutting off the power when the payment late When you broke, niggas love you, when you rich, they hate They plotting on your death, trying to set a date this ain't the life you looking for Search my car, but I don't know what they looking for Secret indictments, and I don't know what they took them for I see mommy in the kitchen, she was cooking raw Uh-oh, the trap house at the trap door Packed house, now we coming through the back door It was black tops, rocking a black force Now we hopping out of traps with the mad dogs All right, we're all right. What's up? What's up? What's up? Peace to the gods. What's going down? you right here on the bottom line. It's Sunday. Today is the 3rd of October. October to you. Uh, welcome to the show. Call the number if you're in the chat. You want to call in. It's 347-989-0194. You can get yourself in and holler at me, and uh, we can get it cracking. Um, I want to welcome you to the show. Go to makemorecommerce.com if you want to holler at me. Um, we got a seminar coming up in St. Louis. Look forward to seeing y'all out there, man. In St. Louis, we're going to be going through uh, nationality information. Going to go over some trust information. Uh, we're going to deal with some business credit stuff. We're going to deal with a lot of stuff, right? We're going to keep it open. I think we're going to do some child support, right? We'll have a we'll have a nice day ahead of us. So, um, welcome you to if you can join us, come make it out. You. When I say us, I'm talking about me and everybody else that's coming. All right. Um, all right. So with that said, we're gonna get into it tonight. I want to talk tonight about about treaties, right? And I think that this is one of those things where when we deal with treaties, we got to deal with what they are. We got to deal with how to deal with treaties and who can deal with treaties, right? Who can make treaties? Who can sign them? Who can be parties to them? And why the treaties is so important, right? Um, you have to be what they call an internationally protected person. Right? You have to be a protected person. You're not a protected person as a black person. I'm just gonna say that, right? That they don't. There's no protection for you. Okay. Um, well, let me let, let me rephrase that. Your protection is limited. Okay. Your protection is limited. To the 14th Amendment. Okay. Um, and as you know, the 14th Amendment protects uh, 
what they call your equal rights. So they want to give you equal rights under the 14th Amendment. But internationally protected person is a term that's created by the convention. Okay? And so basically, it refers explicitly to your head of state, your head of government, your foreign ministers, your ambassadors, um, your official diplomats, members and their families, uh, U.S. nationals, nationals, foreign ministers. Okay? So understand that um, a party... Right. The treaty must either one um, prosecute a person who commits an offense against an internationally protected person, or they must send the person to another state that requests his or her extradition for prosecution of the same crime. So, when somebody, you know, for instance, if you have an issue and you are a protected person, and there's an issue that arises as to your safety or um, safekeeping, any of those things. Being an internationally protected person is extremely important, right? It's very important for them to protect you, all right? So when we talk about internationally protected persons, um, we, have to, we have to look at the treaties, right? So we have to understand, well, first of all, what's your position? Who are you, right? What makes you an internationally protected person? Now, uh, this is under USC 112. 1817-1217-1217-1217-1217-1217-1217-1217-1217-1217-1217-1217-1217-1217-1217-1217-1217-1217-1217-1217-1217-1217-1217-1217-1217-1217-1217-1217-1217-1217-1217-1217-1217-1
and international law. So understand that the United Nations, they actually play an important role, right, because they help to keep the treaties um, between nations together. That's one of the important things about the United Nations, right? So all three classes are considered treaties under international law. So they are distinct only from the perspective of uh, internal United States law. So distinctions among uh, the three concerns, right, would be by two-thirds of the Senate, by normal legislative process. So the treaty clause, okay, it empowers the president to make or enter into treaties only with the advice and consent of at least two-thirds, okay? So when we look at Article 2 of the treaty procedure, Article 1, Section 10, right, the Constitution does not distinguish between treaties, okay? So when we look at the Supremacy Clause, you understand that the, the, the highest um, laws of the land are the treaties, right? So the, the, the conception, or excuse me, the misconception is that any statute passed by legislators bearing the appearance of law is law, or that it constitutes the law of the land, which it does not. Right, so the United States Constitution is the supreme law of the land. So any statute, okay, any statute to be valid must be in agreement with the Constitution, which has to be in agreement with the treaties. Right, so it's impossible for the law to violate the Constitution, right, and then still be valid. So um, if you go back and look at Marbury versus Madison case, 5 U.S. Uh, 2 Cranch 137. Okay, and it, it says in that case that all laws which are repugnant to the Constitution are null and void. Okay, so how many times have we dealt with uh, laws where they'll make a law that doesn't deal with your right to travel? They'll make a law that doesn't that um, doesn't benefit you Right Quite often I would say Okay So It's really crucial for us to understand That the treaties are important The treaties Are what keep internationally protected persons Protected okay? Now I ain't gonna give all the soft stuff Now I'm gonna give y'all some good stuff And hopefully um, this stuff, some of this stuff can be used, all right, and it can, and, and it will help some of you. Okay, now um, I want to read a little bit of a memorandum for y'all that came out. Okay, um, and it deals with the status of IPPs, which are your internationally protected persons. But the mem- the memorandum basically considers whether um, IPPs and their family members. Right, or even consular employees are considered internationally protected persons under 18 U.S.C. 112. So understand that that part one of this, right, it explains that applicable U.S. statutory provisions don't provide exhaustive de- definition which, of who constitutes an IPP. So the statute relies instead on the definition of IPPs at international law. So in addition, there are no U.S. cases directly on the point. So the existing case law does not foreclose the possibility that a consular employee might qualify as an IPP. However, 
the court logic in one case of the United States versus uh, Americano Garcia, which relied on the assault victim status as honorary consul under the Vienna Convention, okay, on consular relations, determines that his IPP status suggests that a consular employee would not fall within the definition. So the exclusion of consular employees from the definition of IPP is also arguably supported by international treaties under 18 U.S.C. 112. So let's take a look right quick, shall we, at 18 U.S.C. 112. Let me pull it up for y'all. All right. Now, 18 U.S.C. 112, right? <clears throat> Whoever in the commission of any such act uses a deadly or dangerous weapon or inflicts bodily injury. I want y'all to hear this closely. Whoever strikes, wounds, imprisons, or offers violence to a foreign official, an official guest, an internationally protected person, or makes any other violent attack upon that person or their liberty of such person, or if likely to endanger his person or liberty, makes a violent attack upon his official premises, private accommodation, or means of transport, or attempts to commit any of the foregoing shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than three years or both. Whoever in the commission of any such act uses a deadly or dangerous weapon or inflicts bodily injury shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than 10 years or both. So whoever willfully intimidates, coerces, threatens, or harasses a foreign official, an official guest, or internationally protected person, a.k.a. your moors, okay, in the performance of his duty or attempts to intimidate, coerce, threaten, harass a foreign official, an official guest, an internationally protected person or a foreign official in his performance of duties, okay, uh, within the United States and within 100 feet of any building or premise in whole or in part owned or used or occupied for official business for diplomatic, consular, residential purposes by a foreign government, including use as a mission, okay, so and this is what I talked about, using missions, right? Um, to an international organization or international organization or a foreign official, um, an official guest, right? Any of that. Um, anybody who congregates with two or more persons with the intent to violate any other provision of this section shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than six months or both. Okay. So for the purpose of this section, foreign government, foreign official, internationally protected person, international organization, national. The United States And an official guest shall have the same meaning As those provided in section 1116 So nothing contained in this section Shall be construed or applied So as to abridge the exercise Of the rights guaranteed under the first amendment To the constitution of the United States Okay So if the, if the victim Of an offense under subsection A is, in, uh, is an internationally protected person Outside the United States the United States may exercise jurisdiction over the offense, number one, if the victim is a representative, or officer, employee, or agent of the United States, or two, if, the, if an offender is a national, okay, or an offender is afterwards found in the United States or is used in subsection in the United States includes all areas under the jurisdiction of the United States, include any of the places within the provisions of Section 5 and 7 of this title. Understand that? 
Okay, so in the course of enforcement of subsection A and any other sections prohibiting a conspiracy or an attempt to violate subsection A, the attorney general may request assistance from any federal, state, local agency, including the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, or any statute, rule, or regulation to the contrary notwithstanding. See, I'm trying to help y'all understand this shit because what happens is, is these people are fucked up. These these people just they, they just fucked up, right? There's people out here that don't want you uh moving around, right? They they will violate your rights. I had an incident this past week with a highway patrolman, right? Who tried to get a little belligerent. So now he got he got some problems on his hands. Okay? Because of because of what happened. I'm not gonna get too far into that on this call, but just understand that when this type of stuff happens to you, right, and you have a protected status, you have to protect your status. As an internationally protected person. Okay? So when somebody, like I said, in the course of enforcement, right, when when somebody decides that um, they want to get together with a group of people, right, to strike, wound, and prison, offer violence to to a foreign official or internationally protected person, right, or any other violent attack on that person, his liberty or such person, or to endanger him or her, right, in their liberty, and they make a violent attack upon this official, the premises, that private accommodation or means of transport, or attempts to commit any of the foregoing, they shall be fined under this title and imprisoned, or, or excuse me, or imprisoned, okay, so we'll, we'll give them the option, you're either going to get fined or you're going to get in prison, but not more than three years. Now, let me tell you something, um, if you're dealing with, um, you know, law enforcement, and they, they they violate your rights. You have to hit their bond. You got to. You just got to. You got to keep people in check. They took an oath. You took an oath to uphold my rights. You took an oath to, to the Constitution, right? Like the officer told me, well, um, you know, it doesn't work like that in the United States. Okay, so you, that's what you're telling me that you're under 3002, United States? So you're under the corporation, right? So that means if you're under the corporate body politic, then that means that you took an oath to uphold your own constitution, which then means that you're supposed to uphold the supremacy clause, which then means you're supposed to uphold the trees, which then means if I'm under the trees, then I'm an internationally protected person, which means that you fucked up. So the treaty clause, right, in the United States, Article 2, Section 2, Clause 2, okay, very important, get that in your head, remember that, okay, now the Constitution does not expressly provide for an alternative to the Article 2 um, treaty procedure. Article 1, Section 10 of the Constitution does distinguish, though, between treaties which states are forbidden to make and agreements, okay, which states that they make um, with the consent of Congress. Okay, so the Supreme Court has considered congressional, executive, and executive agreements to be valid, and then they have to be common throughout the whole history of America, right? So Thomas Jefferson, he once explained that Article 2 of the treaty procedure is not necessary when there is no long-term commitment. He said that it is desirable in many instances to exchange mutual advantages by legislative acts rather than by treaty because the former, though understood to be in consideration of each other, 
and therefore greatly respected, yet when they become too inconvenient, can be dropped at will by either party, whereas stipulations by a treaty are forever irrevocable, but by joint consent. Okay? Let me tell y'all something, man. I'm going to just keep it 100 with you, because people be on bullshit out here, and, and I'm a real one, so I'm, I'm always keep it real with y'all, right? When you're dealing with these laws, Right. People are going to try to tell you that they don't exist. They're going to try to tell you that you don't know what you're talking about. Fuck them. Know this shit like the back of your hand. Hopefully you know what the back of your hand looks like. Okay? Some of y'all know rap songs more than you know your laws. Or, some, or, or you know some people that do. Learn this shit, man. Protect yourself. Get your status right. Right? I don't knock nobody hustle. But but if you're out here and you're in these streets, you definitely need this shit. Okay? You definitely need this shit. If you're just out here minding your business, in your private conveyance, you need this shit. You understand? Alright, so... With that being said, um, I want to draw your attention, right, 18 U.S.C. 112-116, right, and the treaties that they implement. So Section 112 of 18 U.S.C., it criminalizes assaults against internationally protected persons, and it grants the United States jurisdiction over those offenses committed abroad, and certain conditions are met. So the statute does not provide exhaustive definitions of an IPP. Instead, the relevant provision indicates the term, which includes chief of state, head of government, foreign mission, foreign minister, any of that type of stuff. You understand that your trust can be operating as a foreign mission? Hope y'all understood what I just said. Your trust can operate like that. So so when, when you're stopped in, in, in your duties, right, you know, somebody stops you and you're not able to carry out your duties, they are in, interfering with these things. So let me just give y'all some, some, let me give y'all that work right quick. <clears throat> the Hague Convention on the law applicable to trust and their recognition. Thank you, brother. What did you send me? Your brother just sent me something. What did you send me, my brother? What did you send me? I can't look at it right now. Just text me what you sent. Um, all right, so the Hague Trust Convention, right, is a multilateral treaty that was developed by the Hague Convention on Private International Law on the law applicable to trust. All right, now, it concluded on the 1st of July, 1995. It entered into force on the 1st of January, ninety-two. Right, and as of September 20, uh, 2017, was ratified by 14 countries. So the convention uses a harmonized definition of trust, which is the subject of the convention. So it sets uh, conflict rules for resolving problems in the choice of law. Right. So the key provisions of the convention are number one: each party recognizes the existence and the validity of a trust. Okay, which can adopt the treaty. The Constitution as well 
or its own constitution. However, the convention only relates to trust within a written trust instrument. So it would not apply to trust which arise usually in common law jurisdictions without a written trust instrument. This is why your ass got to put shit in writing when you do a trust. Now, the convention sets out that the characteristics of trust under the convention, even jurisdictions with a considerable legal history, relate to trust find this difficult. So the convention also sets out clear rules for determining the governing law of trust with a cross-border element. You understand that? So the convention, as of uh, 1st of July 1985, is applicable to trust. Okay? Now, the United States, guess what? It's a signatory, and it didn't ratify it. Okay? So a lot of states um, don't have developed laws of trust. They just don't, right? So on the principles of law, they, they really differ significantly between one state to the other state. So it was necessary for the Hague Convention to go in and define what a trust is to indicate the the range of legal transactions, right, that are regulated by the convention. This is why you got the Geneva Convention. This is why you have the Hague Convention. This is why you have the, the, the Vienna Convention. Oh, yeah, thank you, brother, for the Treaty of Granada. I'm going to pull that up. I um I got that as well. I did pull that up. Thank you. Um, the definition offered in Article Two is the legal relationship of what they call inter vivos, or on death, or by a person, the seller, when the assets have been placed under the control of a trustee for the benefit of a beneficiary or for a specified purpose. So, a trust has the following characteristics. Number one, the assets constitute a separate fund and are not part of the trustee's own estate. Number two. The title to the trust asset stands in the name of the trustee or in the name of another person on behalf of the trustee. Power and the duty and respect of which he is accountable to manage, employ, or dispose of the assets in accordance with the terms of the trust and the special duties imposed upon him by law. So the reservation by the settler of certain rights and powers and the fact that the trustee may himself have the rights as a beneficiary are not necessarily inconsistent with the existence of the trust. So understand this, that your trust can adopt, your trust can, I'll say again, your trust can adopt the trees. If your trust adopts the trees, then the settler, uh, the, the trustee, the beneficiaries, they all become protected under the trust. Okay, so then you have to ask yourself, okay, well, but does that make me internationally protected person? No, it does not. It makes you trust an internationally protected mission. But then you still have to take the steps personally. Okay, but it does it does give you the protection if you're operating within a trust. Now I just gave y'all a lot. That's the sauce right there. Take it, mix it up, put it in your spaghetti. Make y'all spaghetti though. <laughs> All right. All right. Um. So I need you to understand that Article 3, right, it provides that the convention only applies to express trust, which are created voluntarily and evidenced in writing, and then it will therefore not cover oral trust, resulting trust, constructive trust, statutory trust, or any other trust that are created by a judicial order. This is why you got to have an express trust set up. They don't want you to – listen, let me tell you all something. They don't want you niggas set up express trust. They know what's up. They know what's up. And, and, uh, boy, don't, don't don't challenge these motherfuckers because they really think that they know the law. And they write the fucking law. 
So how's that work? Sorry, I was talking to the wrong phone. <laughs> Hopefully y'all heard what I said. Right? Now, um, it will therefore not cover all trust, resulting trust, constructive trust, or statutory trust, alright? So understand that um, incidental questions arise, right? Problems if the trust is testamentary trust. Okay? Um, and then you have you know, under Article 4, if it, if you have what they call a testor or the testor lacks some type of mental capacity or there's a will that's put in place, uh, any of that type of shit, right, it, it can become invalid, right, um, or have been revoked. These are issues that must be determined under what they call the Lex Fori. Now, the Lex Fori is Latin. It means uh, the law of the forum, okay? And it's a choice of law rules. Okay, so basically it provides that the law, the jurisdiction and venue in which the legal action is brought applies. So when the court decides that it should be by reason of principle of conflict of law, resolve a given legal dispute by reference to the laws of another jurisdiction, lex cause or lex for uh, fori still govern procedural matters. So basically what it's saying here is that your trust has to be number one and express trust has got to be set up. Properly with the proper type of documentation, because if you don't use the proper documentation to set your trust up, guess what happens? You go into Lex Fori. Lex Fori then takes you into whatever jurisdiction your trust was set up under. Certainly not your own. Okay, so this will include, for example, the detailed consideration of uh, marriage settlement, divorce. Uh, Property, community property. Community property can be a lot of different things. Okay? In South Africa, um, it's a marital property regime. Okay? Marriage is considered community property. Under community property regimes, depending upon the jurisdiction, property owned by one spouse before marriage, right? And the gifts and the inheritance received during the marriage are treated as the spouse's separate property. All other property basically is um that's acquired during the marriage is treated as community property. Your kids might be considered community property. You gotta be careful. I'm just giving y'all the real. Okay. How y'all doing out there? Everybody good? Peace to everybody in the chat. All right. Um, oh, real quick, let me make a quick announcement um, before I continue. I'm going to, so we got the seminar on the 23rd. In November, uh, on the 6th, I'm going to do a webinar, all right? Um, I'm going to do a trust webinar on the 6th. I'm going to show you all um, exactly um, how to use the treaties within your trust, okay? We'll go, and we'll go through that. Alright, so we'll do that on the 6th um, I'll have a link up for that So y'all can sign up for that, alright I haven't decided how much it's going to be yet But it'll be reasonable and I have, I'll give y'all some documentation To go along with the webinar Alright So with that being said though Understand that When we talk about this head trust convention, right um, Article 6 Allows the settlers to select the applicable law Okay Um now, under normal circumstances, the settler will be acting on professional advice, and they will make an express selection, or basically it'll be implied from the facts, 
sorry. Well, under uh, Actable 6-2, if the settler selects a law but with no relevant provisions in the municipal law, selecting would be inappropriate. So there are no selections. So Article 7 applies to select the law which is most closely connected with the transaction. So this is judged by reference. The four alternative connecting factors, which are to be considered at the same time the punitive uh, the, the fugitive, excuse me, trust is created. So here are the factors. Number one, the place where the trust is to be administered. Okay? That's the first thing. Number two, the place where the assets are to be found for immovable. So there is no problem. So the lex situs, okay, or, which is the, the, the trust situs. Lex situs is Latin for place where the property is situated, or simply lex situs is the doctrine that the law governing the transfer of title to property is dependent upon and varies with the location of the property for the purposes of the conflict of law. So a conflict is the branch of public law, which basically relates to lawsuits involving uh, foreign law and elements of a different type of law right, and how they occur. Okay, So where are your assets at? Right, and this is why the treaties are important because this comes into play and says, okay, well, basically, where this person's assets are and where the trust was set up determine half of the jurisdiction besides what type of trust that it is. Okay, now all of this that I'm talking about has to do with treaties, and I'll when I get to the next part of this, y'all will understand more about this, right? So, despite um, identification of these, well, let me give you another factors, right? Um, three. Place where the trustee is domiciled or where he conducts his business. And four, the place where the purpose or the object of the trust is to be fulfilled. So, despite the identification of these factors, right, the court must actually perform what they call a rounded evaluation of all of your circumstances. Do you have a foreign trustee? Thus, it would be relevant to consider the distribution of assets. If in separate states, so the purpose of the trust, which might be the evasion of taxation or other provisions in some states where the assets are located, the lex domicili, domicile, right? The law of domicile. Um, it conflicts with the branch of public law regulating lawsuits, right? So this deals with like foreign law elements or shit like that, right? So where is domicile or the, the lex patriae, right? which is um, what they call law of the fatherland, right? or this is your nationality law. Okay? This is the, the basically um, in conflicts of law is the system of public law, which is applied to a lawsuit. Okay? So when we talk about nationality law, this is the law of the sovereign state. Okay? Now, when we talk about the sovereign state, each of the jurisdictions right, that defines the legal manner in which a national identity is acquired and how it may be lost. Now, in international law, the legal means to acquire nationality and formal membership in a nation are separated from the relationship between a national and the nation, known as citizenship. So some nations domestically use the term interchangeably. You understand this? So the 20th century nationality had commonly come to mean the status of belonging to a particular nation with no regard to the type of governance which established the relationship between the nation and then the nation's people. Now, when we talk about law, right, nationality is the relationship of the national, right? And then the national to the state under international law. Now, the national can have 
um, allegiance to the state he was born in. He can also have allegiance to his trust. Then creates the treaty relationship, which also makes him an internationally protected person because of nationality. So nationality describes the relationship of a national to the state under international law. I keep telling y'all that this is why they got the Vienna Convention. Okay? So citizenship describes the relationship of a citizen within the state under a domestic status. Okay? So when we talk about like regulatory agencies and shit, right, that monitor legal compliance for nationality, right? Like like uh, like ICE. Okay. A person in a country of which he or she is not a national is generally regarded by that country as a foreigner or an alien. Okay. So a person who has um no recognized nationality to any jurisdiction is regarded as stateless. I keep telling you this. This is why we do the birth certificate. You gotta make sure that you got the trust set up uh, soon after that. <clears throat> because they make you stateless. Gotta throw your ass right out there to the wolves. Everybody can't come back from that. Because of y'all, this shit from experience, nigga. They'll fuck up your money. They'll fuck up your whole life. Because you decide to turn out the system. You better have your paper right. Straight up. Thank you for me. They're going to treat you, they're going to treat you real fucking bad. Because in half the time, it's because you got fucking peons that don't do their proper research that are in control of, of taking you out of the system, right? They pull you out the matrix, but nobody ever does any further research to really find out, well, what other systems have you set up? So then you're left out there to figure this shit out. I'm sorry, but don't let everybody that's teaching you make you think that it's all good. I've been telling y'all for the longest to set up trust. I was telling y'all to set up trust years ago when I first came, when I first came into this game. Coming from honor, I told niggas this shit. Set your trust up. We, we just learned that was as lawmasters a long time ago. Niggas was going back and forth to Philly years ago. We was, we was talking about this shit, right? So trust ain't nothing new. This, this ain't this ain't something we just came out with when me and Jonah did the, the, the webinar two years ago. No, that that ain't nothing new. This shit this shit been out. Okay. So what's your relationship as a national to the state under international law under the Vienna Convention? Okay. Now, I've talked about this before, and, and and when we talk about nationality and treaties and shit like that, you cannot talk about that without talking about just solely, which is the right that you have by birth on the soil. Just sanguineness, which is the right that you have by your blood. Okay, and then just uh, uh, matrimony. Which is the right of marriage So Let me put it to you like this A motherfucker can marry you And acquire your nationality Fellas Be careful with that Right Don't get with nobody Right Who who who, who ain't doing the same work as you You know That's that's what just matrimony is about Just sanguineness 
careful with that. But understand that most countries don't operate off just sanguineness anymore because just sanguineness means that if we went by blood, half the people in this country would not be considered American. At one point in time, that's how it was here. Nigga, you, what you mean you're American? You ain't no American. You ain't copper color. You understand what I'm saying to you? But because of the principle of just solely, right, which is birthright citizenship, the right of anybody who's born within a territory of a state to the nationality or citizenship are then considered to be an American or uh, Californian or um, Alaskan or whatever the fuck you, you are, wherever you was born at, right, because of just solely. So the law is based upon Principle Right It's principle That's what it is right? So when we talk about Being naturalized Okay The states today allow for aliens To acquire nationality Through a process known as naturalization They They will naturalize your ass Back into the United States They love that shit Right, so this process and the conditions that it entails are detailed in the state's nationality laws. So some nationality laws have special provisions that make it easier for a diaspora, like people who've been displaced, people who are refugees, to become nationals. Okay? So understand that the treaties are the law of the land, right? Treaty commitments of the United States are of two kinds, right? You got Chief Justice Marshall. He wrote in 1829, he said that, quote, a treaty is in its nature and contract between two nations, not a legislative act. It does not generally affect of itself the object to be accomplished, especially so far as its operation is infraterritorial, but is carried into Execution by the sovereign power of the of the respective parties to the instrument. What, what do you think a trust is? A trust can become party through the Hague Convention. They have to they have to make a way for people to become party to these things, right? Because they cause they knew what was happening on an international level. They knew what was happening. They like, oh shit, they pulling people uh, out of their sovereign statuses and making them corporate wars. We gotta protect these people. In the United States, right? There's a different principle, though. Okay, because you know, in the United States, it's established our Constitution declares a treaty to be the law of the land. So it is consequently to be regarded in courts of justice as equivalent to an act of the legislature. So whenever it operates of itself without the aid of any legislative provision, but when the terms of the stipulation are uh, 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 um, Important to a contract, right? When either of the parties engages to perform a particular act, the treaty addresses itself to the political, not the judicial department. Okay? And the legislature must then execute the contract before it can become a rule of the court. Okay? So to the same effect, but more accurate is you look at Justice Miller, right? Um, and language for the court. Um, a half century later, right, and it was called the head money case. He said that, quote, 
or treaty is primarily a compact between independent nations. So it depends. An, an independent nation can be considered a corporate body politic or a body politic or bodies politic. It can be considered a trust. So it depends for the enforcement of the provisions on the interest and the honor of the government, which are parties to it. But a treaty may also contain provisions which confer certain rights upon the citizens or subjects of one of the nations that reside in the territorial limits. Okay? So these all partake in the nature of uh, a, 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 a municipal law, okay, which are capable of enforcement between private parties in the courts of the country. Ain't you a private party? You know, in the United States, one of the highest things that we regard is privacy. Okay? So the meaning of the treaties as a statute is determined by the courts. So treaties are to be given um, effect as federal law under our legal system, determining the meaning as a matter of federal law is uh, emphatically the province and the duty of the judicial department headed by one of the Supreme Courts, which is established by your constitution. Okay? So if you have an issue, right, it would start on a district level and go up from there. But you'd ultimately you would end up in the Supreme Court. Okay. Um, you could go higher to the to the ICJ, International Court of Justice, right? And they interpret treaties too, right? But however, they're not binding, right? There's no binding force except between the parties and in respect to the particular case. So, see, states are bound to the Constitution under the 14th Amendment, which bounds them to the United States. The United States is then bound to the treaties that it makes. So if you say, hey, look, I'm, I'm a Moor, you got to use the treaties for the Moors. Treaty of Granada. The Hague Convention. Hell, you might even need to use um, the, gent, the Treaty of Gent. Right? Some of y'all have become prisoners of war. I certainly know that this shit happened to me. And it happened, now it happens quietly. They just, they just do shit real quietly now. They, they, don't, they don't really want you to know what the fuck's going on. Okay? See, the ICJ decisions are, are entitled only to the respectful consideration that's due and interpretation of international agreements. Okay, so when when the International Court of Justice uh, makes a decision that's binding, that has a binding force between the government of two nations, it's not necessarily enforceable by the individuals affected. Okay, this is why you have to have a trust set up if you have to go up that far. So, for example, if the ICJ finds that the United States violated a particular defendant's rights under international law, right? And then um, a decision constitutes an international law obligation of the United States. It doesn't necessarily constitute binding federal law enforceable in the United States courts. Okay? So treaties can compromise or comprise international commitments, but they're not domestic law unless Congress <coughs> has either enacted implementing statutes or the treaty itself conveys an intention that it is what they call self Executing and it's ratified on those terms. Okay, this is where your memorandums of law come in play. So a memorandum, right? And you can do memorandums of trust. All types of memorandums are done all the time. But a memorandum from the president of the United States directs that the United States would discharge its international obligations under the ICJ. 
that this was a decision interpreting a non-self-executing treaty. So by having state courts give effect to the decision, it's not sufficient to make the decision binding on state courts unless the president's action is authorized by Congress. They don't give a fuck about no Joe Biden. Okay? I'm just trying to give this to y'all, right? So when we talk about the states, right, the first case in which the Supreme Court dealt with the question um, of the effect of treaties on state laws involved the same issue that had uh, prompted the drafting of Article 5, or excuse me, Article 6, Paragraph 2. So during the Revolutionary War, the Virginia legislator provided that the Commonwealth's paper money, which was depreciating rapidly, was to be legal currency for the payment of debts and to co-found creditors um, who would not accept the currency provided that Virginia citizens could pay. Oh, are we – man, we – well, we got to the show that fast. All right, look, um, we got a minute left live, so if you want to keep listening in the chat, go ahead and call in now, all right? We're going we're gonna to go into overtime, all right? Um, but let, let me finish what I was saying because I got a lot, I still got a lot of shit to drop on y'all. Um, when we talk about this paper money, right, and we're talking about the states, Virginia citizens, if you was a citizen in Virginia, right, Virginia citizens essentially – paper money, right? So Virginia citizens could pay into the state's treasury the debts that owed that were owed to, uh, to them by subjects of Great Britain, right? <clears throat> so Virginia, the whole scheme directly contradicted the insurance in the peace treaty um, that they had with Britain, right? So the court, and this is, you can look this up in the case of Ware versus Hilton, right? Where the court struck down the state law and it said that the state law violated the treaty, Article 6, Paragraph 2. Okay? This is what the justice said. He says, the treaty cannot be the supreme law of the land, that is, of all the United States, if an act of the legislator can stand in its way. If the constitution of a state must give way to a treaty and fall before it, can it be questioned whether the less power an act of the state legislator must not be prostrate. So it is declared will of the people of the United States that every treaty made by authority of the United States shall be superior to the Constitution and the laws of any individual state and their will alone to decide. See, I mean, a lot of the answers that y'all need are in the goddamn case laws. <laughs> now, in, in the case of um, Hopkirk versus Bill. The court further held that this same treaty provision prevented the operation of a Virginia statute of limitations to bar collection of antecedent debts. Now, in numerous subsequent cases, the court invariably ruled that the treaty provisions superseded inconsistent state laws governing the right of aliens to inherit real estate. Okay, so an example. In the case of uh, Howenstein versus Lyman, in which the court upheld the right of the citizen of the Swiss Republic under the Treaty of 1850 with that country to recover the estate of a relative dying in state in Virginia, and then to sell the same and then export proceeds of the sale. Okay, so certain more recent cases stem from California legislation. Most of it was directed against Japanese immigrants, and the statute excluded aliens ineligible for American citizenship. Okay. So in this case, right, you go to the, the, the Oyama versus California, right? A majority of the court um, opinion that 
the legislative conflict with the Equal Protection Clause. That's what we talked about a couple weeks ago, right? Of the 14th Amendment. And it basically said that a view that has since been endorsed by California Supreme Court, in the meantime, California was informed that the rights of German nationals under the Treaty of December 8, 1923, between the United States and the Reich, to whom the real property of the United States had uh, descended or been devised to dispose of, has survived the, um, the recent war of certain war legislation and accordingly prevailed over conflicting state legislation. Okay? Now, that's a lot. So, you know, if you're not understanding what I'm telling you, understand this. Your states are bound by treaty. States are bound by treaty. So when states violate your treaty right as an internationally protected person with a trust, the only next step, the only logical step after that is all roads lead to court. That's where you're going. There's a lawsuit. That's all I'm trying to tell you. Alright, I'm going to take a quick break. Can I get some water? We'll come back. I got a little bit more information I got to drop on y'all, and then we'll take some calls, man. Um... If you got your hand up, keep it up. If you're sitting in the line, stay on the line. Right? And uh, we'll be right back, man. Right here on the bottom line. This is Sunday. I'm Joey Bounce, L. Bay, Ali. Keep rocking with your boy. We'll be right back. Don't even think about changing the station. You're listening to The Bottom Line with your host, Joey L. Joey. Blackout. A lot of haters said I couldn't do it, couldn't move it As if my music wasn't part of their whole influence Meantime, I'm trying to get money like I'm Jewish In this life, you get two choices, win or lose it Now I'm up to back, my whole runs be back to back A real nigga, I'm just trying to get my grind on Make a hundred million forever, get my shine on The mind state of a millionaire, so let's be clear It's shot doctrine on your mind, I can smell fear B3, that's all me, best believe Chillin' with my best niggas down in Belize I got a button in the bag, bitch, stress relief We get to work, even so jobs to Steve Nosey bitch, you can go and get the hell on I see it, you got a Donnie Brasco in your circle Be careful, cause you're close, homeboys are mercy We're talking real money, I'm talking revolution Execution, Bill Gates mixed with Dewey New Translucent, blowing something exclusive Conclusion, black house money music Talking real money, I'm talking revolution Bill Gates mixed with Dewey New Translucent Blowing something exclusive Conclusion Black House Money Music 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 It's rare to give it to you illustrated Beforehand, sit amongst the congregation uh, Bear witness to murder at his premeditation uh, At their heads like Arab Decapitation uh, Segregation Separate from all the hate And current this concentration Equals contemplate Alternate ways to get What it is you taking Put a stake in Monopolize the situation Organization with a franchise In every nation On the ground for uh, just the money elevation So catch me in the stars What's the constellation we're talking real money, I'm talking revolution. Execution, Bill Gates mixing to a new translucent. Blowing something exclusive. Conclusion, Black House money music. 
talking real money, I'm talking revolution. Execution, Bill Gates mixes who he knew. Translucent, blowing something exclusive. Conclusion, black house money music. We like mobsters. Sitting at the round table. Hey, B3, be the team, we got our own label. Fish. The whole team strong like we lived in barbells. We a corporation and a cartel. Yeah. I can't see my zenith, I'm far from my prime. I ain't looking at the blimp, but the world's mine. KC's finest, New York state of mind. Rap kingpin when it comes to the rhymes. A strike of my pen is a twirl of a wand. Nas ear flow, click firm full of dawn. I call shots like I'm Escobar. We step out, they need shades just to see who we are. We the black rising stars that give you revolutionary black panther bars. Listen, the nuisance, the problem that no one can solve. I exert powers in 48 laws. We're talking real money. I'm talking revolution. Execution, Bill Gates fixes who he knew. Translucent, blowing something exclusive. Conclusion, black house money music. Talking real money. I'm talking revolution. Execution, Bill Gates fixes who he knew. Translucent, blowing something exclusive. Don't even think about changing the station. You're listening to The Bottom Line with your host, Joey L. All right, all right, all right, all right. Peace to the gods. Uh, We back. You know, I did that that record a while back, man. Funny how you... You can do shit and go back and look on it. Like, you're like, man, it's more relevant now than it was then. But, um, alright, peace to guys, we're back. Um, we're gonna dive back in real quick, and I'm gonna go over a couple more things to help y'all understand this. I apologize, I didn't have time to go over the treaties I wanted to go over in terms of actually reading the treaties to y'all, so we'll do that next week. Alright, on next week's show. Um, but what I want to touch on, right? And y'all, y'all know, y'all know how I do. So I could be a little long-winded. So I'm going to give you a few different tools. Here. Okay. When it comes down to these trees. All right. So here we go. <clears throat> now, the law of treaties. So vast, and I'm gonna read this to y'all. Right? Um, that is so vast a subject that it's impossible to do full justice to it within a short compass. So, members of the Foreign Service, however, uh, concerned with certain aspects of the subject as formalities connected to treaty making, includes the drafting of treaties as well as the interpretation of treaties. Okay, so treaties are international agreements of a contractual character between states and organizations. Organizations of states which create legal rights and obligations between the contracting parties. So, international law is still nebulous in many respects, and views may differ. Excuse me, views may differ 
as to what the given rule is on a particular aspect of the subject. Okay? So treaties or international agreements, wherever they exist, constitute the surest means of determining the rights and obligations of the parties with respect to matters specified therein. So such matters may include secession or exchange of territory, uh, political arrangements or agreements relating to peace, alliance, friendship, neutrality, guarantee, and agreements relating to commerce, consular rights, extradition, air transport, and a variety of other subjects. So treaties are concluded between a group of states on matters which uh, may be regarded as the general application to those states, right? So this category um, belongs to the various Hague Conventions relating to specific settlements of international disputes, laws, and customs of war on land, nationality laws, the Geneva Convention on the Treatment of uh, Prisoners of War, the Conventions on Slavery, the Conventions Relating to Neutralization uh, of Switzerland, and the various multilateral conventions, right? So all of this stuff, because you deal with the League of Nations when you deal with this type of stuff, right? So the International Labor Office of the United Nations is also involved in this, right? So it is by means of treaties that international or regional organizations are set up, for example, the Charter of the United Nations, the Covenant of the League of Nations, the Instruments Creating the International Labor Office, the Universal Postal Union, the Specialized Agencies. All of this stuff are on the treaty organizations, okay? Now, um, let's just talk about this, right? Because this is when we talk about the duties, right? State practice as well as uh, judicial and juristic opinions indicate that the essential elements of a treaty are number one, treaties are agreements. Okay, there are agreements between states, including international organizations or states. Uh, number two, such agreements have as their aim the creation of legal rights and obligations between the parties, there to which they operate within the spirit of the law of nations. So not every international instrument, however formal it may be, will be regarded as a treaty unless the instrument creates contractual obligations between two or more states. So the essential requirements of a treaty are not fulfilled. Thus, documents solemnly declared or signed by representatives of states um, or unilaterally proclaimed by them um, may uh, on occasion be regarded as declarations of policy. Okay? So understand that we're, we're talking about policy regulations, right? So treaties are agreements that operate within a, a sphere of international law, uh, transactions between governments, say, which are private law in nature, okay? Um, they concern loans of money, purchase of food, regulations of supplies, prices by means of a commodity, agreements. All of these things are treaties which govern municipal law okay or private international law right so a contract between a state and a private individual or a company can never be regarded as a treaty since such contracts are not subject to a matter of international law but they're subject to municipal law you understand this so when we're talking about the the, the whole capacity of treaty making right to enter into treaty is what they call an attribute of sovereignty okay so you have to be a sovereign. You cannot be a citizen, right? You, you cannot be a corporate ward 
you have to be a sovereign. You have to be considered a sovereign. Okay, so the competence to enter into a treaty is one thing, right? It follows that a state, in order to be co- uh, competent to make treaties, ought itself to be sovereign. Thus, all states which are fully sovereign have the power to make treaties and the right of entering into international engagements. This is uh, at least I get this right. When you do an express trust, the express trust is set up through the means of the trust instrument. When you register the trust, right? And, and that's for a lack of a better words. When you when, when you put the status of the trust on record with the county in which the settler resides, it is not a registration that belongs to the state. It is simply notice in the event that you need to go into court, okay, and you need to 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 adjudicate. You understand what I'm saying? International law recognizes that a sovereign state, that is, a state which holds full membership in the community of nations. So remember, you can, as an internationally protected person, can be considered a sovereign state. Okay? Combined itself by an agreement with another state not to enter into treaties of certain character with other states. This is why they don't let your states in the United States make treaties. Right, motherfuckers can make packs, but they can't make treaties. Understand what I'm saying? See, y'all gotta know the law. People be out here doing bullshit and don't know the law. Right? I told y'all a couple weeks ago. We think they use auto parts for. Yeah, y'all don't know. Auto parts are used. I'm giving a secret away here. Okay, auto parts are used. To make packs with each other, they trade parts. This is this is how um, they make packs with auto parts. Like take an auto parts somewhere, and it gets delivered. It, it, it's a pack, but they can't make treaties. <laughs> so because they can't make treaties, and half these people are so dumb they don't know how to make treaties or how to become part of the treaties, they make packs with each other. Well, we're gonna make a pack. So she, you know, what the mob does, they make fucking packs. It's, it's cool. I mean, it, it, it is what it is. But we got to know better to do better. Right? We got to know better to do better. So the position of sovereign state members of the Commonwealth of Nations, right, says that at the beginning of the present century, the actual exercise of treaty-making power uh, for the whole of the, the British Empire, including self-governing dominions, was concentrated in the government of the United Kingdom. Okay? So – I just got to understand that we talk about neutralized states, right? So, and I'll, and I'll just give you a rundown here, right? Um, in Canada, the position appears that uh, to be the same in Canada, right? But legislation may become necessary for the implementation of a treaty. It's required to be passed by the what they call the provincial legislature, right? Um, in India, treaty-making power vests exclusively in the central government. And in Switzerland. Um, the federal government possesses the power to to make treaties. Um, and the Soviet Russia, right, each of the Union Republic enjoys the right to enter into treaties. In Australia, the Constitution does not have any specific provisions regarding the treaty-making power, but it has been held that the federal government has the exclusive legislative and executive power over external affairs. So that power includes the competence to enter into treaties. 
<coughs> so since there is no express treaty making power in Australia, right, conferred on the states in the Australian Constitution, is to be presumed that they don't have any. Okay, Germany under Article seventy eight of the, the the Weimar Constitution, the member states of the German Republic enjoy the limited treaty making capacity. Okay, then you got dependent states. So the dependent state signifies the status of a state as being subject to the authority of one or more of the independent sovereign states. So it comprises both protected and vassal states. There's your internationally protected person, see? So colonial territories are regarded as part of the territory of metropolitan power. So they have no independent existence as much as so far as international law is concerned, and they are not therefore included with the term dependent states. Okay. Then you got protectorates like Morocco. It's a protectorate, right? So um, it's not practicable, right, to lay down a hard and fast rule that defines the competence of a semi-sovereign state like protectorates or vassal states in the matter of treaty relations, right? And this is why, and I, and I ain't talking about the empire of Morocco. I'm talking about the kingdom of Morocco, right? So, and so far as protectors are concerned, it is the treaty of protection whereby a weaker state puts itself under the protection of a stronger power that determines the competence of a protected state. So protectors do retain for some purpose an international personality because of the basis of which the protecting power Acts on behalf of the protectorate. This is why you why you think they they moved Morocco, right? All of a sudden Morocco somewhere else, right? Go look up when when was Morocco established? It was moved in 1956. Where was it at before then? Then you gotta look at vassal states, right? So the position of a vassal state is that states under uh, what they call shortanity or shortanity. Of another state also vary from case to case depending upon the degree of control exercised by a suzerain power, right? So basically, they enjoy autonomy in the management of domestic affairs. So vassal states are dependent to a greater or lesser degree upon the suzerain state in respect to their foreign status, okay? So suzerainty is by no means sovereignty, and vassal states are not retained in international personality either, okay? And you have international organizations, Generally speaking, the treaty-making capacity of an international organization depends upon its constituent instrument, your trust instrument. So a fully sovereign state possesses a treaty power. When acting alone, it is not surprising to find the same power attributed to an international organization when they've, created, when they've been created and the members of which are usually sovereign states. So international organizations are established by means of international agreements between sovereign states. So the latter, the latter often finds it uh, convenient to endow the international organization of a personality of its own in order to enable it to perform its allocated functions with greater efficiency. Okay? Uh, constitutional requirements. <coughs> Excuse me. Since a state cannot act internationally except by the instrumentality of the same organ, such as the king, the president, a federal council, or a minister, the question naturally arises as to whether or not a particular organ of the state which had concluded a treaty was duly authorized by the state to create an international obligation by that state. Okay? See, y'all got to look at this, man. There's a lot of different things that, that, that combined 
um, states to the treaties, right? So a declaration, the term declaration usually denotes a treaty that's declared, that declares existing law. What do you do when you create a trust? You do a declaration of trust, right? So the treaty declares existing law with or without modification or creates a new law, such as the Declaration of Paris, right? So declarations are important. Agreements are important. But then there's protocol. Okay? So you got to follow the proper protocol. So the basic instrument of the international organization or institution is generally known as the Constitution or a statute, right? So, for example, um, the constituent instruments of the various specialized agencies of the United Nations have been established by intergovernmental agreements. These are called constitutions. This is why you do a constitution for your trust. Alright? Now I done talked a lot. I said a lot of shit. <clears throat> Matter of fact, they mess with my throat chakra now, so I think they want me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Anytime they start fucking with my throat chakra, I know it's time for me to shut up because they, they they want me to be quiet. All right, I didn't said too much. I didn't gave y'all too much information. I'm gonna look for the call lines. We'll see what's happening out there. Nine one seven eight zero four. You're on the line. <laughs> Peace to the God. <laughs> what's up, man? Peace to the God. Not much, man. I ain't think I was gonna be the first to know, man. I swear. Joe, you went in. You went deep up Yes, sir. Shit, look. The first look, first session, I was sitting there taking notes. I was like, yeah, you know, it's going to be a second. He's going to jump on the calls. I'm going to ask these questions. He's like, I'm going to take a break. I'll be right back and drop some more. I'm like, oh, shit. Then you came back. Yeah, I am. Fuck it, I'm going to ride with it. <laughs> I, next next week I'm gonna drop the treatments. You know, I, that's yeah, why, you know yeah, I was gonna do that webinar a while back, man. But nobody signed up for it. So when nobody signed up for it, I was like, fuck it. You know, niggas don't find the importance of it. But there's so much importance in, in using these treaties properly, right? Because when they get violated, especially by the state, that's who violates them the most. In, in terms of, um, in terms of dealing with us. Yes, your states. Most of these, they don't know the state law. Man, look. So my main thing was protected persons. How do you go about? I'm saying, making sure you are a protected person. Knowing if you do the proper paperwork to become a protected person. I know we talk about being in trust, but yeah, that's done under the passport status. That's done under the passport. Right. Yeah, that's why. But that, they, dude, if you get pulled over and, and try to give them the passport, they hate that shit. They be like, no, I don't want, I don't want that. I don't, that, I, I don't need that. I'm like, yeah, you do. Go run the passport. They hate that shit. And then something happens, right? So what, what actually happens um, is they put you in the system. They know who exactly who you are when they run your information. But what ends up happening is they don't want that passport. They'll, they'll, they'll say. They'll talk all that shit all day long about the United States, right? And how, you know, and, and how they, uh, like, if you're driving with your own tag and your shit, they'll tell you, oh, you right. can't do that because we don't do that in the United States unless you're on a reservation. They'll tell you some shit like that, right? Unless but you're then, on a reservation. <laughs> that, they'll tell you some shit like that, right? But, but, but then, 
in the same in the same token, they'll they'll say to you, you know, um, well, that that's not you know, that's not part of the United States, right? Uh, we we don't do that here. But then at the same time, these motherfuckers will sit there. At the very same time, they'll sit there and, and not take the passport, which is which which is repugnant to the Constitution, right? Exactly. To, to say it's re, it's repugnant to the Constitution to sit there and be like, oh, well, we don't want your passport, right? So what you mean you don't want the passport? The passport is 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 the that's your pass to the treaty. Right, like you broke it down, you know what I'm saying? When you come out your mom, uh, your mom's water, you come into the port. You know what I'm saying? So this is your passport. There go the documentation that you was waiting for. This is the manifesto. And it's exactly. got all the information attached to it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, yeah. the way I look at this shit, man, is you have to, you have to go through proper steps, proper channels. Now, a lot of cats don't like using federal codes and all of that, but the federal, but remember, they took a oath. So federal officials are down by the federal code, like state officials are down by the state code. They, they, they're not above the law. Right. They got they their own fucking rules and regulations they got to operate under. Just like they they hitting um, uh, the matrix. It's like, see, the difference Look, is we know their rules. They got rules. Look, bro, they don't like for you to be above the law. Remember, Muncie Color System. Look at that muscle color scale. Yeah. That muscle color yeah. scale it, it, it breaks it down. If you if you red, you on the uh, you on the outside. You blue, you on the outside. Black at the bottom, white yep. at the top. That's how they do it. Exactly. Then, you know what I'm saying? You go around your fifty shades of gray. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fifty shades of gray, up and down. <laughs> yeah. Come on, come on. Which 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 shade of gray are you? You know. I got my blue with it. You dig? <laughs> Or or, or or you might just be green, you know, or or gold, or one of one of them. That's why I, I talk so so much about. Um, if you look at the flag for, for mm. the LGBT flag, right? Because what they do, yeah. right, um, is in their flag, they, you notice they don't have black in their flag. Nope, they represent all colors. Yeah, well, 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 black absorbs all colors, you see. So, so they won't put black in that flag, but they have every other color in that flag because they represent all colors of the chroma scale. That's right. people think that the rainbow flag is oh because that person's homosexual. They got nothing to do with that. It's because you know you ever heard the term say that that, that, that gay people got more rights than, than black folks? That's why they say that. Yeah. So let me ask you this question. I noticed with the uh, with the gay pride flag, right? They rock the uh, the seven colors. They got seven colors. Roy G. Bibb, you know what I'm saying? They got red, orange, yellow, green, blue, that's indigo, and violet. That's, that's what I'm trying to tell you. They, they represent. They represent all the all, all of the chroma scale. They represent the chroma scale from the left to the right, from the top to the bottom. But they stop before you get the black. Right, right. If you look, I'm gonna pull it up. Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up because um, it's, it's called for, for people listening. It's called the muscle color system. The USDA uses it, right? So um, mm-hmm. we talk about we talk about the, the muscle color system, right? It, it is um, a color space 
that specifies colors based on properties, right? So it, so it says that white is at the top, and you got gray, and you got light gray, and you got six gray, right? So, so you got you, you could be in the middle, right? And then it goes out from there to blue, and then it goes around in the circle. It goes purple, purple, red, purple, red, uh, yellow, red, yellow, uh, green, yellow, green, blue, green, blue, and then you get back to, to purple, blue. So, see, most cops operate from uh, from the scale of six to twelve. You see what I'm, you do what I'm saying? They operate yeah, cops yeah, on the scale. Yeah, that's why a cop would be like, you think you're above the law? Well, yeah, actually, I do. So, on the left above side, you. That's, that's like 11 through whatever, right? Yeah, so, so if you look at, so if you, if you look at it, right, um, it goes from, if you're talking about chroma, chroma goes from 0 out to 12. See what I'm saying? So, so if chroma goes from 0 out to 12, Right. See, here's the other thing they don't tell you. Right? They say that the left hand path is red. No, it's not. Really, the, the left hand path is really blue. Mhm. If you depend on the point, majority of the outfit is blue. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's why they it, like fuck. It really depends you know on how you're looking at it. Yeah. It, it, it really depends on how you're looking at it. See. The whole color scale, right, it shows the hues at values of 5 and chromos at values of 6. So a neutral value from 0 to 10, right, you get right in the middle. You become neutral in the middle. That's why sometimes the best place to be is in the middle. Okay, I'm neutral. Yeah. I, 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 I'm Superman. I go, little, I go a little to the left, a little to the right, but, I, you know. So, so I, I know how to bend the matrix. You can't bend the matrix all the way to the top. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? Too much magnetic Yeah. And you got a bunch of one side Yeah, I mean, because they, they, okay, white, white has a value of ten, but I know some white folks is out here struggling. That's at a value of ten with a hue of of a of a eight or red. And they cut, you know, and that's that's where you get the term red from. You get the term blue blood from 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 your, your chroma scale. Blue bloods are normally considered to be police. Mm-hmm. There's some deep shit that we're oh. talking about here, and it's real. It's, it's real. It's factual. Yo, and it's I'm, I'm gonna say like this. Look, I didn't I didn't want to drop it, but you said it. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't want to scare away like the newcomers listening and whatnot. Because, you know, I be telling everybody to call in. But I'm like, this this show right here is, is so advanced. Like, I don't want to scare nobody off. But it's just like, if you listen to it over and over and over again, you pick up on it. And you listen to, like, the last four shows. You know what I'm saying? It brings you back up. But this joint was deep. Yeah. This fucking show yeah, is deep as shit. It is. Well... You know, I always talk about shit that I got to do with my own life, man. It's just I be dealing with. So I recognize, I recognize the need. There's a specific need for this information to be known, right? In terms of we, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. People of color, you know, we need this, but we ain't the only ones who need this information. You got, you, you got, you got other people out here. That need this information. 
everybody needs. You know what I'm saying? When when they started making everybody chattel, that's when everybody started eating. You know what I'm saying? Listen, man. Listen, man. That's why I recognize that. You know, um, when somebody violates private property, trust property, you know, and 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 you and you international protected person, they got they gonna have a really big problem in their hand, and they better hope that you don't come right. for just cop, just compensation. All right, two two joints, two joints. So we was talking about just uh, just Soleil and just Sanguis. But you dropped a new joint on me tonight, man. You said Jeff Mathis or something? It's just, just what, what was it? Just, just matrimony. Just matrimony. That's when you actually tie in with the story that you married. And that she becomes yeah. a part of or one of she the actual uh, protected yeah, yo. So, oh, so basically, yeah. So, so you got to be careful with females you marry because she can retain your nationality, and then once she retains your nationality, she can then take all your shit. You know what I'm saying? Through 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 marriage, and then even after y'all get divorced, she still keeps your nationality. So that's like the equivalent of doing an injunction with somebody that you're fucking with and saying like, there ain't no paperwork to take them back off the damn list. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. So, so, so that, that's the yeah. It is kind of the equivalent of that. That's why you gotta be careful. That, that's why see, bro, I ain't never been married in my life. Right. But the whole thing <laughs> is, just, yeah. And I put it out. I never been married, but, but, but I will tell you like this, right? When you know, when people know that you got a certain type of status, you know, especially, especially, especially people who haven't done this work. It doesn't work. So, sorry, fellas. It doesn't work the other way around. You can't marry a female with status. It has to work with the female marrying you. Right? Yeah, you're supposed to be the protector, uh, protector and the provider. You're the perfecter of the lean. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You are the perfecter. Yeah, they come under yours when you get married. Yeah. They I, come under yours. Not the other way around. <laughs> yeah, no I, listen, no, I'll be, I be trying to hit people with this shit. You know, this information is is way above a lot of people's heads. Truly, it's just, just the fact. You know, man, we, look, we on, I, I tell we you, like, different paradigm. Look, I appreciate you dropping it because even though maybe over a lot of people's head right now, when those they get the ears and the eyes to understand it, when they come back, they're going to appreciate this show. They will listen to it over and over again. Especially when you was talking about how uh, like they come at you in court. You know what I'm saying? They're coming at the certain party, and if you don't understand the significance of being able to use the supremacy clause to go back and show that I will get this permission from this book, you get this permission from this document, you get this permission from this exactly. joint, which means you still got to go back to the original joint and place me under it. That's where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Like your last show, you said uh, everybody's under a certain protection of their state, you know? Yo, we, 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 you know, I think about it like this, right? Because my rights weren't violated um, in the state where my trust is set up at. They was violated in my home state. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. They was violated in the state that I'm a national of. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So, Which is crazy that's because that's where they're going to give me the rules from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, but that's, that's what I'm saying. This shit, this shit be enforceable across the board. 
so so we really got to like we got to really get this shit and understand what what the issue is. The issue, you know, is we 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 have not figured out. I'm just talking about collectively as people. We have not figured out how to protect our rights. So until we learn how to do that and learn how to set these trusts up and then effectuate shit properly, these people are gonna keep on fucking with us. They're gonna oh, keep yeah. on doing that shit. Yeah, because ain't no, ain't no fucking, uh, what you call it? Ain't no, um, there's nobody to be held, you know, be held accountable type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, they ain't worried about that shit. Oh, no, like, oh, no, 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 yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I'm just saying, like, ain't nobody out there actually holding people accountable for this type of shit. No, nah, but most people don't give a fuck about this. Most people don't know about this shit. Yeah. This shit is like... crazy junk, you know what I'm saying? This, this is like speaking Chinese to niggas. Who's speaking... Yeah. You be like, and, what, you, what you saying? And and I was telling my man earlier today, I was like, dog, what, what could be considered as, like, most embarrassing or just, like, uh, uh... Shameful about us is that like the information there, but don't nobody motherfucker study that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody else know about that shit except us. We yeah. walking around looking like fucking clowns, and everybody else is like, "Oh, that's the level you on." All right, cool. I will treat them like that. See what I'm saying? See, even even with a lot of these these cops, man, they they believe they. You know, it's like the Hollywood Patrolman told me he he knows the law. I was like, I'm telling myself, no nigga, you know statutes and codes. Mm-hmm. You know order, nigga. That that's not the law. That's the appearance of law. That's prima facie, nigga. That that ain't that ain't law. Right. That's what fucking to the that's up for, uh, Yeah, that's up for deliberation. Uh, we can we can discuss that. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. We can we can pick the facts up on that motherfucker, dog. Come <laughs> on, oh, man. They hate it. They hate it when you know the law, and, and that and that's why. And they they really want the challenge. You know, these, these people they play some real heavy games. So, you know, it's it's almost imperative that this should be learned and learned correctly. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I wish I had my questions. I haven't written down, man, but you know what I'm saying? I just hopped in right out, but yeah, that was definitely a good word. And I appreciate the actual uh information and whatnot, man. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, bro. I appreciate you calling. Oh, you know I'm gonna ride with you, man. I'm just telling you, dog, this show right here is one for the records. You went in there. Yes it is. I'm back with my damn self afterwards. You know, that's, that's how the man thinks it works, man. They're they, they going to bring the info when it's needed. So, you know, it's all good. Yeah. So. Hell yeah. yeah I, I'll yield the floor, man, if I can say something. I'll put my hand back up. <laughs> no doubt. All right, peace, guys. All right, let's go to 314-280. You're on the line. What's happening? Peace to the guys. What's up, brother? Peace to the guys. Hey, brother Joy. I got a question. You know, these on 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 those on those treaties now. Don't Article Six of the Constitution also protect the uh, treaty? You said Article Six of the Constitution. Article yes, sir. Article Six. 
of the Constitution, uh, of the United States Constitution. Yeah, it does. Right. But I didn't know that article. You said Article Two, too, right? Article Two, section. Yeah, uh, I was. I think. I think when I said when I said Article Six, two, I was talking about the uh, the Vienna Convention. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'll be talking pretty fast when I'm going through a lot of this stuff, but um, I believe I was speaking about the Vienna Convention. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I was just kind of, I was taking notes and just jotting things down. I always go back and do a little research, so I just wanted to be clear on that. So that's the yeah, Hague, you talking about the Hague Trust Convention? Yeah, that, the Hague Trust Convention and the Vienna Convention. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I didn't put Vienna Convention. So the Vienna Convention is the Article 2, Section 2? Correct. So, so, so Article 6, Section 2. But uh, Article, if you, if you pull up Article 6 under, under the, the Constitution, that deals with debts and contracts. So that, that's, Article 6 establishes, um, actually establishes laws and treaties in the United States made in accordance with yeah, actually, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Thank you. Um, Article 6 of the United States Constitution establishes the laws and the treaties of the United States made in accordance with the supreme law of the land. That's, so there's your supremacy clause. But it forbids a religious test as a requirement. See what I'm saying? Okay. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Okay, yep. my brother. So, I'm all deaf. Contracted and engages entered into before the adoption of the Constitution should be valid um, against the United States. Right. So they, it's telling them that they got to honor the treaties, right? Right. And that's the reason why you use the supremacy clause because the supremacy clause says that that the treaties are the, the treaties in the Constitution are your supreme laws in a way. Okay. Now, when you say the supremacy clause, you kind of lost me there. You say the supremacy clause. You don't know what the supremacy clause is? No. Okay. So, anytime, anytime that we're talking about um, just on Article 6, Paragraph 2 of the Constitution, is commonly referred to as the supremacy clause. Okay? It, it prohibits states from interfering with federal government's exercise of its constitutional powers, right? From assuming any uh-huh. functions that are exclusively entrusted to the federal government. So the supremacy clause, and I'll just, here, I'll pull it up here. Okay. It establishes that the federal constitution and the federal law take precedence over state law and even state constitutions. It prohibits states from interfering with the federal government's exercise of constitutional powers. And from assuming any functions that are exclusively entrusted to the federal government. So it does not allow the federal government to review or veto state laws before they take effect. So they states can pass any type of laws they want to. But then when they do some bullshit, you gotta take it up to the to the state supreme court because then you gotta bring in um the supremacy clause. And you got to put them in check. Wait a minute. This this is repugnant to the Constitution. 
that's why I, that's why I brought up um, the Marbury versus Madison case, right? So it says that the general misconception is that any statute by legislatures bearing the appearance of law constitutes the law of the land. The U.S. Constitution is the supreme law of the land, and any statute to be valid must be in agreement with the Constitution. So it's impossible for a law that violates the Constitution to be valid. So this is what I'm saying about about the whole thing about being Moors and stuff. Most people go into court claiming they're Moors, but they don't have nothing to back them up. You got to use the shit mm-hmm. to back you up. Okay. How do you feel that's a supremacy? How do you feel that's supremacy? You said how you spell it? Yeah. Yeah, how you spell it? S U S U P R E M A C Y. Hold up. S U P R S U what? S U P R E M A C Y. P R. You know how to spell supremacy? Supreme? S U P R E M A C Y. Alright. Supremacy clause. Where do you think where do you get where do you think they get the term white supremacy from? Say what now? Where you, where do you think they get the term white supremacy from? Uh shit, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I never I never you talking about white supremacy? Get white that supremacy? You, you, ain't, you ain't never heard that term? White supremacy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. That's where they that's where they get that term from. Okay. But but the supremacy clause protect everybody. They just See, that's why they tried to block you out of using the Constitution a long time ago. Uh-huh. But then that's why they got equal protection on the 14th Amendment. So equal protection says everybody, even internationally protected persons, can still use the supremacy clause in the Constitution to access the treaties, which act as international law. Okay. Okay. So if you if you put in a treaty in a court, you gotta have the supremacy clause in your motion. You better. Okay. Certify okay. a copy of the constitution. Okay. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. All right, right. Brother, brother. you coming out to the seminar? Four 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 eight four. What's happening? Peace to the God. What's up, bro? Peace to the God. Hey, chilling, man, chilling. All I gotta say is, monkey in person. 
persons and months went in the same. God just made it. Say it again. Monkeys in person, persons and months went in the same. Right? The most high didn't create that. Can you hear me now? Yeah, all right, say it again. I, I, no, I was saying monkeys in person, persons and monkeys. The Most High did not lay his hand on those creatures. That's creatures of man, right? I, I, I like what you dropped. You, you, ju- you jumped into the tree, and that's, that's very important. The problem is people can't. Disconcerned between if they are a person or if they are a protected people. You see what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. Yep. It's the difference between a protected people well, that's and a protected person. Right. 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 You both right. know, know who you are so off, off the back. Right. So if they choose to be person, hey. That's on you. That's your corporation. You run it the way you want. And you dove into the trust part, right? And that's a big part of understanding trust. Because if you, 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 you spoke on a lot of different trusts that come out here. You know, the intravirus and uh, uh, you said a couple more. You know what I mean? Depending on how you choose to administrate your trust and things of that nature. So a lot of people are just confused. They confused about my mic. Oh, they confused about how to administrate the trust that's been created. You know what I mean? Wait, say it again, man. It's hard, it's hard to hear you, man. Hold on, I'm going to turn the mic. I'm going to turn the music down. I think that's probably the problem. Hold on. All right. Can you hear me now? Can yeah, you hear, I can me? hear you? Yeah, I can hear you. All right. All right. No, I'm saying people find it hard to administrate and trust. Based on the way that they're coming at you. You know what I mean? You broke it down and you yep. said, yo, you your own state. It's state. Right? Yep. You know what I'm saying? You, you told them. Clearly right there. But the problem is, everybody still looking at, they need a daddy. Uh, United States and all these other different creatures to control them. You feel me? They yep. need a custodian right. or a conservatorship or what's the other word? A guardian at Lytham. They, they need all that. They can't do it on their own. But they right. don't see what they really possess. And they've given up the power that was granted to them by the Most High, right? The Most High grants. That's powerful. That's what Balvin, you right. See, a lot of people don't get that. A lot of people don't see themselves as a sovereign state or a state at all. 
They see themselves as right, as, as, as citizens. Of who? <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? Man, brother, You're I'm a citizen, a citizen of who? <laughs> no, you, you got to go back. And look. Remember, uh, y'all used to play that little audio clip all the time. And they used to say, if so, you're more subject. Yeah. Yep, if so, you're more subject. Yep. I still got that clip. Yep. Right. So, I mean, what's the problem with this? Are you a United States citizen? Or are you mm-hmm. a fucking whore? Which one? Make up yeah. your mind. Yeah, or are you can't be both. You can't serve two men. You can't serve two men. For you will love one or hate the other. I see. Now, until you know what's funny is that. Get that in there. Go ahead. Well, because well, what you're saying is right on point. Right? Because if, if you claim to be a citizen, then you don't have a, the protection of international law. Right. Because you gave that up. You chose to be that mm-hmm. subject of that particular entity. Right? Mm-hmm. That's why I said persons and monkeys, monkeys and persons. God or the devil is always in detail, right? But God yep. is not the author of confusion. You see what I'm saying? No, yeah. And this is yep. where everybody... <laughs> Yeah, this is where everybody has a misconception of what reality is. Your reality, you're keeping up with an illusion. And you don't understand yep. that the illusion is greater than the circumstance that will free you from it. And you don't get it. It drives me crazy. You know, I know I put a lot of shit on Facebook. But at the end of the day, I just want people to see, like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Yo, well, most people ain't never see. You gotta remember, bro. Half the people, you know, many people that's been sitting on this line tonight. You know, I mean, I used to have calls, bro. I'd have hundred people sitting on, right? Most times, right? You know, it ain't even it ain't nowhere close to that. But one of the things that I, I realized but very strongly with this information is that I will never take the time to research this information, ever, because they don't care enough to. They they, they, they never had they that. Their freedom never been infringed on. Right. They can take. They can take. Yeah. Everybody just never been infringed on. Well, so it's like, so what, <laughs> right, you know, you know, you know the fuck. Look, look, but let me let me show you something, Joey. The fucked up part is they don't realize that that shit gonna come in the twinkling of an eye, and everything that you Boy, thought no. you had is gonna be gone. Oh, yeah, they, they working you over right now to take everything from you, and you don't even know it. Oh man. You think life is going on like, okay, I'm going to go twerk at the club. This nigga going to love me. I'm going to go shoot the club up. This nigga going to respect me. That's what you're living for right now. At the end of the day, trust me, these people are working your motherfucking right 
right from up under you. And you don't yep. even have no fucking idea. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's 100% motherfucking fact. Go ahead. They look forward to, you know, to being able to, you know, and not everybody is like this, but, you know, and this is why, I'm be honest with you, you know, I, I don't particularly, um, you know, you, yes, usually the state constitution works in some manners. But I think that you so, – okay, so let, let's say that you never did your nationality. That's really when your state constitution is probably the most important. But if you've done nationality and you become that internationally protected person, you're supposed to supersede that state constitution. Right, right, right. And go back. Right, right. Right, because – I like to call it – go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I like to call it protected people. You know what I'm saying? Protected because yeah, yeah, when we yeah, look yeah, at yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> right. We looking at you well, know treaty and all that. Right. Well, well, and, and they they know because if you look at the term protege, and it's not a mm-hmm. loosely used term, but but they have what they call uh, more Moore's protege, right? And, and Moore's protege. Right. It's basically the same thing as saying protected person. If you if you look at that that um, that there's there's like an article or whatever that that they're, not an article, but there's like some laws that that have been written about it. They talk about the Morris program. Facts, right? You know what I'm talking right. about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so they yeah so so you know they know who the Morris are. Don't think they don't. Oh fucking yeah! You know, I had a white dude ask me yesterday. He 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 was he was like, "Aren't you a moron? Why don't you wear your feds all the time?" I said, "I don't gotta wear a feds every single day if I don't want to." I said, "That that don't that right. don't diminish my status just because I don't have a feds on my head today." Nigga, my shit's on paper. Yeah, like you, right? Like you less than what you are if you don't wear the head dress. You know yeah. that's that's I crazy. Thought, I, it is it's discrimination, but but that's how. But that's what I'm saying. Like we we can play politics all we want, but at the end of the day, I don't have to wear a headdress if I don't choose to. It doesn't make me any less of who I am, who I say I am. Because because court is the paperwork. Yeah, 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 definitely. You know, but you know when you deal with the word politics, that's nothing but policy or dictation of politics. You know what I'm saying? That's true. And you know it's 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 the word magic that they use on motherfuckers that really got everybody. Mm-hmm. If you look at words or sentences or statutes and all those things, and you read it the proper way, because you know we the only uh, type of this Western world philosophy has you reading from right to left, opposed to left to right. Go yeah. back and look at the statue and the code. Go from really the left from. to the right. There you go. And break them down. And now now you understand what's going on. Yeah. You see what I'm it, saying? It, that's, you know, that, that's what's so funny about it, bro. People don't get it, but I, I go from left to right, you know what I'm saying, in terms, like, see, and that's the whole thing, too, right? They always, that whole politics thing, they say, clowns on the left, jokers on the right. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Find yourself somewhere in the middle. You. Yeah, it's, it's Come smack on. in the face for you. You know what I'm saying? Find because they call you morons. They call you morons and all these different names and shit. And you don't realize that these names are uh, laughter towards who you are. Yep, they sure are. And you're allowing somebody to mix up, create an illusion for you to believe in. And you you hook, line, and sink all into it. Hook, line, and fucking This colored up. world, right? Mm-hmm. Colored world. Mm-hmm. Remember, uh, let me show you uh, how Wizard of Oz, how it was working, right? Everybody look at, we already understand about the Tin Man and Lion. The motherfucking straw man, all that shit, right? But what you didn't pay attention to was the colored world. She left black and white and came into this colored world. That was the illusion, right? That's color of law. That's the colorful things that you love so much. Yep. Colorful oh, title. Color above. Right. That's what they didn't realize. Yep. They was just looking yep. at it like, oh, well, we ain't supposed to be black and white yet. No, look, black and white was what was going on at that time. It was a struggle. It was a fight for control. Mm-hmm. That's why they wrote mm-hmm. it that way. If you don't understand psychology and, man, I don't know what to say. I'm going to leave it at that. So that's what's up. I, I mean, I, you know, listen, we had a time anyways. Um, I know over motherfucking so, time, goddamn. Yeah, we 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 went <laughs> over the overtime. I ain't even get to right. That's peace. That's, that's peace, bro. Peace, I appreciate that's you, man. Peace, I appreciate you, bro. Thanks yeah. for coming in, man. And we'll man, you know you we'll might pick have this conversation up. I'll be on the radio Friday, but we'll pick this conversation up again. Next Sunday on the treaties because I still got to go into the Treaty of Granada. We're gonna go into a couple other treaties mm-hmm. that we haven't talked about. So yeah, you know, we got we got more work we got more work to do. We ain't done. All right, that, that, that's All peace, God. I get with you. That's peace. Okay, God, peace. I'm gonna I'm peace gonna bring in my man. Uh, you, 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 is this Eugenio? You on Eugenio? Eugenio. Let me see here. If I could, if I could bring him in. No, nope, you ain't even gonna let me bring him in. Sorry, brother. Oh, my brother. Yeah, it ain't gonna let me bring him in tonight because it already closed us out. I apologize, brother. I got you next week, though, for sure. Well, I got him next week. All right, Hollywood. Appreciate you, bro. Hit me up, Jimmy. Yeah, Eugene, I got you, brother. We're going to talk. All right, peace to the gods, man. Y'all have a, a great week. Uh, remember, we got a seminar coming up St. Louis. If you want to come, come out and holler at me. All right, um, makemorecommerce.com. Thanks, Hollywood, for sitting in. Appreciate you. Um, and go back and listen to the show, man. Y'all study some of this stuff, all right? Hopefully it'll help y'all. All right, with that being said, man, stay on your square, and we'll be back next week. Peace.